0: Because that's what I think of when I think of B-Movie. It's a Patrick Warburton vehicle. <laughs> yeah, I didn't even remember him being in it.
1: Welcome to Sincast, presented by CinemaSins.
0: All right, everybody, welcome to the Sincast. This is Chris Atkinson's. CinemaSins joined as always by the not the voice of Cinema Sins, <laughs> I'm not joined as always by anybody today. No, I'm joined as always by Music Video Sins Barrett Share. Hello. And subbing in for Jeremy today is Jonathan Watkins. Yay. What's up? Who has been here a couple of times before? Um, and uh, so we're gonna do the format we did last week and just uh get into some rants, oh, and, yeah. Uh, some news and some all sorts of stuff today
2: i'm taking crazy pills i'm as mad
0: as hell you've never seen me very upset
2: lord
3: jesus lord jesus
1: yeah baby so uh who wants to rant first how about jonathan why don't you start us off with what you're angry about
3: yeah my i mean my rant and my news are kind of rants but i guess i'll go with what i was saying so have you guys did you guys get a chance to watch either trailer for death wish yeah, I did, actually. Mm-hmm. You saw both of mm-hmm. them? Okay, so for people that don't know, there's a remake of Death Wish, the Charles Bronson movie from the late 70s, mm-hmm. early 70s. That
0: had like seven sequels or something yeah. Yeah, like yeah. that. Yeah, I think there's like five of <laughs> them. his I, whole
3: career. Yeah. And I, I think I've seen the original maybe. I don't remember liking it very much, but essentially this dude, is family gets murdered, and I think the wife gets raped. It's horrible, and mm. then he basically goes on this revenge spree where he takes out the the people that did that, and then but then he kind of starts helping other people, and he starts... Basically, just becoming a vigilante, he basically becomes the Punisher, mm-hmm. um, or the Punisher is—I ba- don't know—but anyways, um, they're remaking it with Bruce Willis, which kind of interested me because I'm like, oh, cool, Bruce Willis in a new big screen movie. I haven't seen that in a while, and it's being directed by Eli Roth, which did not interest me. <laughs> um, mm-hmm. and so you see, they release a trailer for it a few months ago, and so like maybe towards the end of the year. And um, it starts off, like, where you see where the the wife and the daughter are, like, having a happy home moment. Elizabeth Shue, I think, plays the wife. I'm not sure who's playing the daughter. And then, obviously, somebody breaks in. Something happens. And it's all, like, oh, God. And then it cuts to, like, the hospital. And you see, like, Bruce Willis. He's the dad. And he's the, the husband. And he's all sad and stuff. And then, all of a sudden, it kicks into, I believe it's Back in Black. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And so, all of a sudden, it's Back in Black. And it's Bruce Willis going around shooting people in the face <laughs> and um making a lot of quips mm-hmm. and there's even like a scene at the end where like i think is like he's talking to a psychiatrist and she makes a comment like um like uh, so, have you've been getting any good extracurricular activities, I mean, you're looking good. And he kind of does his like Bruce Willis smirk, mm-hmm. <laughs> and he's he yeah. like, "You could say that or something like that." So it it it's it was really kind of um, unsettling. It was like it was exactly what I thought Eli Roth, somebody like fucking Eli Roth, would take the original <laughs> Death Wish to be a comedy. Mm-hmm. Um, he must have thought it was nominated for best comedy at the Golden Globes that year. <laughs> right. And um, so it wasn't like a huge eruption on the internet, but there were quite a few people that were posting the trailer that were saying this looks fucking weird. Mm -hmm. Like this is a very weird way to handle uh, a rather serious subject matter. And then, so this week I noticed there was another trailer for it. And so I watched it just out of morbid curiosity. And all of a sudden it's like, it looks like a completely different fucking film. It's uh, it's very serious. It's very dramatic. It's, it's very much about the, you know, losing your family and how much that hurts you. And, You know, it looks just it looks more like something not lifetime, but it looks a little more along those lines of we're going to treat this subject matter very seriously. So, like, what the fuck movie is this? And I think this is something that I've been having a problem with trailers. And I remember when you guys first started the podcast, Batman versus Superman was about to come out and they had released that second trailer where all of a sudden. It looked good. Mm -hmm. And I think I even remember Chris saying on the, you know, that's a weird thing. Like, where did all these scenes come from? Why weren't these scenes in the first movie? And I don't know. I've just noticed that a lot with trailers these days. And and I am actually a big fan of trailers. I'm not Aaron Dicer. I don't sit there and say, don't watch trailers. Mm -hmm. I've actually always kind of... I'm not knocking Aaron. That's fine. I mean, that's his thing. I'm knocking Aaron. (laughs) Yeah. Mm -hmm. But I've always felt... As a kid who grew up going to the theater, I've always felt the trailers were kind of part of the lexicon. Like I've always thought trailers were part of going to the theater. That was that was a big that was a big deal to me. Mm-hmm. But nowadays, I'm kind of almost with everyone else, and especially all this bullshit where we have a trailer for a trailer. I was trying to. Uh, I saw the Ocean's Eight trailer was coming out, and I'm like, oh cool, I'm gonna watch that Ocean's Eight trailer. And it was the fucking trailer for the trailer, which was coming out the next oh, day. Yeah, yeah. And so I never watched the trailer because I was too pissed off. The next day I didn't even give a fuck when that came up in my when that came up in my feed. I'm like, no, fuck you. That is
0: the dumbest thing ever. (laughs) Like I I almost, I, I can maybe, I can. Is there really, like, some sort of marketing thing where they're like, let's drum up anticipation for this trailer so we can drive up our YouTube counts? That's, what, that's yeah. what
3: the trailer's supposed to do, right? Well, and then not only, it's not even YouTube, but you've got, like, all the, all the websites promote it, too. Like, mm-hmm. they drop it. Like, here's the trailer for the trailer. And then the next day, they drop the actual trailer. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And it's like you have nothing, there's no more interesting news out there than a trailer for a trailer to oceans eight. Yeah. 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 There really isn't. Absolutely. (laughs) And maybe I'm going to, but my initial thing was just this death wish thing. I'm just, it's like, it's really weird. Like you have this one preview where it like, it looks like it's, it's, I guess maybe a dark comedy, which, which for this kind of subject matter, and especially in today's climate seems really wrong. Yeah. Or it's going to be like this really serious, dramatic, um, dark, deep, dark thriller. Which I just don't believe for the life of me that Eli Roth can pull off. Maybe I'm wrong. hope mm. I'm wrong. I, I have a feeling it's going to be more like the former, but um, like the Suicide Squad of Death Wish movies. Oh, but, you think?
1: I don't know. I, I think it's easier to mine a comedic trailer out of a serious movie than it is to mine a serious movie out of a comedic movie. Serious. Whatever I just said. <laughs> i know what you're going for yeah it's probably not even gonna be
3: that big of a movie anyway so this probably doesn't even matter but i just found it very weird
1: no when we uh chris and i saw that trailer we were walking in it was one of the thor ragnarok or something like that that we saw and just caught the like midway through it and i was like boy that looks like a discount death wish and it's like Mm, yeah that was the (laughs) funniest thing ever <laughs> because you're like,
0: yeah, this is like some discount Death Wish, and then fucking Death Wish shows up on the screen. Like, because, I didn't,
1: We didn't know they were making another yeah, Death Wish. I mean, they've done they've done the Brave One, Jodie Foster, and then uh, Kevin Bacon had one of them too, so mm-hmm. it's not like... Death
3: Sentence, which actually the Kevin Bacon one is, because Death Wish is based on a novel, and I can't remember the author, but I believe Death Sentence is based on a book by the same author. Oh. Um, yeah. And I don't know if they're connected in any way, but I know there's something there.
0: That was that year that James Wan did Dead Silence And death sentence in the same year. (laughs) Yeah, it was everything with death. Everything he saw was death. He did death
1: at a funeral. Yeah, yeah, oh yeah.
3: (laughs) Death sentence wasn't that bad either. No, death sentence was pretty good. And I remember it opened up against Halloween. I opened up against (laughs) Zombies Halloween and just got crushed. Right, Zombies Halloween just did so well, but that's sad. No, death sentence was way better than Zombies Halloween. Yeah, I
0: really, I really enjoyed that one.
3: Um, but I don't know. I don't know how much of a rant that is, but I don't know something about. I don't know. Trailers just aren't doing it for me, days. And that is just one recently that. Well, I mean, you know.
0: if if you really, I mean, for me, what this reminds me of is that greatest showman stuff that was going on <laughs> yeah. because there were, I, I say there's five. It was probably only like two or three
1: or whatever, but it, uh, seemed, it seemed like, like, like was, every time there was it, a different one. Yeah.
0: Every time you went to the theater, it seemed like this was a different take on it and everything. <laughs> this is one we want to show you the musical part of it. Here's one where we want to show, I don't know, more Hugh Jackman. I don't know yeah. what it was but it's every single one of those trailers did nothing for me every single one and in fact when my family like my my brother and everybody came into town and they's like okay well we have decided we're gonna probably watch something like greatest showman or pitch perfect three
2: i chose pitch perfect Perfect (laughs) three
0: um so i mean that's a
1: sophie's choice yes
0: (laughs) <laughs> Although I, I mean Pitch Perfect Three, I mean that's just innocuous enough that I can sit through that and yeah. be like, Yeah, okay, there's some funny stuff in here and everything. Fat Amy's gonna do Fat Amy stuff. Yeah. And uh and that's pretty much what the whole show is nowadays, is that but um, okay, so so last last week Jeremy talked about the draconian liquor laws of Nashville. Yes uh and uh, of course we are a movie (laughs) (laughs) we talk about movies here but it's funny we got a lot of comments about that liquor law yeah you know and so i don't know how many people enjoy like off-topic type stuff or whatever but i'm gonna go off topic
1: do it baby i mean they were there was before you start on that like People have it worse than us. Mm-hmm. There were people in like villages in England that they were like, "Oh, we have to get our wine from the mail, oh, <laughs> like, like you what? know, on Tuesdays or something like That's that." That's the dumbest like, shit ever. What? The, where do you live?
3: I uh, well, we ha- and we have dry counties here too. I don't even know. Yeah. you got you got. I listened to you guys. Didn't really get into that. That's the weirdest thing. Where you can go, you can go visit the Jack Daniel's distillery, but it's in a dry county.
0: Yeah. <laughs> You can't you can't actually <laughs> buy Jack Daniel's where no, they make right. it. Count.
3: Although the Jack Daniels distillery you can't actually get stuff there because the way they got around it was they have a bottle store. The bottle just happens to be full I, of stuff. I say oh, okay. if, I say
0: if there are ways to get around <laughs> these stupid laws, then the stupid laws shouldn't exist. Well, exactly. that's that's the
3: thing. If you go to the Jack Daniels distillery on Sunday, you could totally buy Jack Daniels. Right, right. But you couldn't, there's no liquor store up. And babies, I'm sorry, do your thing.
0: So <laughs> I'm gonna talk so, a little bit of sports here. <laughs> cool. Because out of all the things sports like uh, in the past week that just that just set me off is how teams who are behind in football games, and we're talking American football here. I know oh, we yeah. have international national audience here that football means soccer to them or it doesn't mean soccer football is football <laughs> and there's right. nothing else god damn it <laughs> and um but uh american football like when teams are behind they always do the stupid crap and we watched uh we watched some college uh college playoff this this week mm-hmm. clemson and alabama so clemson gets behind they're behind 24 to 6 and they've got like 7 minutes left and they proceed to drive down the field throwing these little 3-yard passes and like take off 5 minutes of the clock. Yeah. And like to me, if you are behind in a game like this, you need to start taking a lot of chances. Mm-hmm. You can't just okay, well that's the only thing of un, uh, only thing available. I'm not going to throw it 20 yards down the field because it might get intercepted. No, you have to make that you have to make that <laughs> yeah. choice. Because otherwise, you're just going to run out of clock. Now, maybe they gave up. There's a possibility they just gave up and they said there's no, no way. But early on, I saw Clemson throwing balls and they had some pretty tall receivers who were catching the yeah. ball and everything. And it's like, I, I and I see this in the NFL a lot, too. In the NFL, when teams are behind, they always do that whole thing. Well, we're just going to go with what they give us and blah, blah, blah. It's like, no, you have a minute and 20 seconds left. <laughs> you have no timeouts you you're not going to get the sidelines Mm -hmm. so you need to start throwing the ball down the field and like hope somebody catches it because otherwise and start doing some trick plays or something you know you gotta do something like that you can't just
1: keep doing this i'm gonna throw it three yards because that's what they gave us and then hope you win it's infuriating to watch too because even if you're not a fan of the the teams like i we could give a shit about clemson or alabama right but like just no do something to for people my. people from Clemson or Alabama. Oh, yes. uh, oh offense <laughs> to people from
0: Clemson and Alabama. Offense. Totally.
1: But, man, offense. I mean, it's just like, do, do something for my entertainment. Yeah, like, exactly. Of- and that was following that fucking amazing rose bowl where like every play was um, uh, unbelievable and
3: it's like well and and georgia Georgia had to come back and they Mm -hmm. did it correctly yeah yeah i mean granted they they probably got a little lucky was
0: different circumstances in that game for them to come back because they had more time that's that's the whole thing for me though is if if you really do truly believe that you can possibly come back in this game you're down 24 to six, you need to start throwing 40 yard bombs down the field. Well, and, and, just it, well,
3: and in college, especially because the way colleges college kills me because the rules, you know, they pause the clock after a first down till the chains move. Right. Mm-hmm. So you don't even get that in the NFL. So at the very least throw it 10 yards. Yeah,
0: exactly. So at least you're stopping. Now the it clock. does. Now it does come back on like almost Once immediately. They move the chains, yeah.
3: yeah. But if you can throw it 10 yards, run or 15 or whatever, and just get up there, I mean, at least you're losing less time. I mean, you don't even get that luxury in the NFL. I think the NFL partly though. I mean, it is a it, the NFL people are getting paid. It's structured. It's more of a business. I mean, I think some of that teams that aren't in it anymore just aren't going to play the same just mm. cuz they're trying to, you know, whatever. Yeah. Get their contract, not get hurt. But College though, I don't know. I mean, they're trying to get to the NFL. You can
0: you can see so. you can see this at any time of the season though yeah. where these teams are behind and they just do these 3-yard passes. I don't even like like I feel like, uh, you know, if you're a coach, you should probably, God, this, this is such sports radio. <laughs> uh, I, I mean, I hope I'm not boring, like 75% of our audience. Coming up, <laughs> weather on the eights. Yeah. Um, but if you're a coach, I wouldn't even have a play where you can check
3: down anybody in, yeah, those, in just that go. situation. And you we got to go we for can, it. We can rant about sports radio, too. If you oh, want. my That's God. Jeez. <laughs> oh, yeah.
1: Well, I have a music video related right. rant. Yes. Because we're spreading it out. Mm-hmm. On this podcast. That's correct. So there are three different, at least three different videos that you can release on YouTube it's the official audio, it's the lyric video, and it's the official music video. Yeah. And it fucking annoys the crap out of me mm-hmm. because I don't know if they're doing it. To generate views, you don't think that this is a source of a big source of revenue for these these pop ads. It's a trailer for a trailer. It's a trailer for a trailer, basically. But the fucking official audio comes out. It happened with all the Ed Sheeran stuff that came out this year. Uh, Bieber does it a lot. Camila Cabello does it a we lot. We send like, a
3: Jason Derulo lyric video, that, and then the actual video came out like a couple days later, which was worse. Which than, it, well, okay, yeah. so then <laughs> and, and the
1: Chainsmokers <laughs> did this too with their closer video. We we send the the uh, the lyric video, and then eventually they came out with another one. But, like, the Jason Derulo thing was really egregious because he was in the fucking lyric video. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was a video. Like, he was on a boat. And it felt like a Jason Derulo video. Yeah, man. He's out there (laughs) with, like, his his fly honeys and, like, no clothes and everything. And, okay, (laughs) just call it a fucking video. He has to release another official video. So, just decide what you're going to do. I understand releasing maybe the audio, but while you're getting your shit together. But if you got a single out, it's like Taylor Swift she's got two videos out for reputation reputation's been out for you know three four months at this point Mm -hmm. release like an actual music video Mm -hmm. i mean she didn't do very well in the first couple so maybe that's just their way of getting the
0: video on youtube first before they shoot the other one because you know like these like the taylor swift stuff she had that that one look which made me do thing mm-hmm. that came out that on was it the MTV uh what was what was I she, think it was
1: the VMAs
3: she, Oh, the VMAs the yeah area. the
0: VMAs where she premiered that yeah because Katy Perry was the host right <laughs> yeah yeah and and then and then you know the um <laughs> the, God, why can't I not think of this are you ready
1: for it are you ready, re- for it is, ready for it ready yeah. for it yeah that came dot, out dot 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 ready for it that
0: came out like very like on the heels of that yep. so I don't think I don't think she's got like time to sit there and do all that but. I don't know what the you know if their strategy was to come out with three songs like bap 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 like that yeah. they probably haven't shot that video yet I guess and not. and uh, that that's their way of getting it on YouTube so people can hear it and then they generate cuz you cuz now you're you're getting uh, billboard uh you know rankings based on YouTube views yeah so I think that's how they're doing it now. They don't want to make the scene like the song is not doing well, so they just go ahead and release the lyric video. I,
3: I just want videos to get crazier because, you know, working with Barrett on the music video sends, I've noticed, you know, music videos is just very different now, and they don't have to worry about MTV not airing their video. I mean, we don't have a Madonna erotica thing anymore. I mean, yeah. They don't have to worry about shit like or Justify yeah. My Love. Although... They could... I mean, they can... I mean, and I'm not saying like... I mean, I granted, I'm sure nudity and cursing still has to be but i mean but they could just do some crazy very avant-garde yeah yeah i mean you could just really do some crazy stuff with the medium and i and it's like kendrick lamar Mm kind of tests that uh eminem to a point has kind of tested that but i just i want to see more
0: yeah that used to be a big thing was that they wouldn't like blur things or 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 censor like they still no they still do that they they've always done that where they've like uh D- cut out the curse words and man is that annoying these yeah. days like the the ones that you listen to where it's like just a word here and there because <laughs> they're having to cut out so many swears that is so annoying and it was lampooned in that austin powers
1: uh, you know <laughs> where it's like
0: blah blah it's like it's like nothing but silence and then he's like splooge and then blah, blah, blah.
1: <laughs> that was uh, at the the end of the time that i was watching mtv early morning in mtv where they actually had videos on there it was little wayne was was really prominent and he was the most egregious one man because they would cut out. It'd be, i am a human being
3: <laughs> oh <laughs> yeah be. i mean rap, rap videos <laughs> it's like fuck dude i am not a human being so. because sometimes they would do like clean versions of the songs but that was pretty rare and especially once you got to that point they were because i don't like nwa did a clean version of express yourself mm-hmm. and stuff like that you know and but maybe because they had to uh, or they weren't going to get aired at all, which I guess. But yeah, but it, that got ridiculous to where you couldn't even like half the video. You don't even know what they're saying. Mm-hmm.
0: There's uh there's one where Amigos uh, has the one where for motorsport. Where yeah. like, like, first off, they censor Cardi B's like outfit. Like, I guess it's because it's like, oh, really? Because it, they make it seem like she's like her boobs are popping out and almost are. yeah Yeah. But. Like if you watch the uncensored version of this, there's nothing No, you don't I haven't see even seen anything. the censored version. And uh and uh you don't you don't see anything, but I guess there's something it's something in the M T V brass as well I mean, there might be there might be some people out there like putting their stuff in editing software and zooming in and like figuring out there's a nipple
3: there. And- <laughs> Isn't that Jimmy Kimmel that used? To, I don't know if he still does because I don't I don't watch a lot of late night talk shows anymore. But I know Jimmy Kimmel used to do that thing where he kind of he would he would put in bleeps
1: this week in unnecessary censorship.
3: Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah, 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 which showed, and I thought it was brilliant because it just it's showed funny. how ridiculous it can because it because it looks like something that was completely innocent. He you know, by putting a blur in there or something makes it look so much worse. Yeah. yeah, you know? yeah.
0: yeah. So so we had a movie rant, a
1: sports rant, and a music video
3: rant. <laughs> That's covering our bases, That's baby. That's right. You
1: know. <laughs> you wanna move on to the news? Let's do it. News on the box. Instead of one big shot controlling all the media, now there's a thousand freaks zero axing their worthless opinions. Uh, I like Jonathan's uh, topic. I haven't seen yours yet, but do you want to start?
3: Yeah. So Barbara Broccoli, who uh, of the of the Broccoli's who, uh, you know, they <laughs> yes. they do the the James Bond movies and whatnot. Um, I guess that's all they do, isn't it? I mean, I don't know. Pretty much really, all yeah, I know. I'm they from. don't probably don't need to do anything else. So she was probably sitting up in her mansion and being interviewed by this person. And the question was asked, um, could there be a female James Bond? hmm. And. This got picked up by just a ton, a ton of websites and stuff. And it was like these, you just see the headline where it's like, you know, you know, broccoli comes out about whether or not there could be a female James Bond. And on some of these, you would even see a picture of an actress. Like you would see a picture of like, I can't even like Emily Blunt or, Mm. or whatever. So you're like, oh my God, are they like, you know, getting into this? So here's what she fucking said. She said, these films tend to reflect the time. So we always try to push the envelope a little bit. Anything is possible. Right now, it's Daniel Craig, and I'm very happy with Daniel Craig. But who knows what the future will bring. Oh, yeah. So, you're <laughs> so yeah, you're talking about clickbait type shit. Oh, there. yeah, yeah, yeah. And, I mean, yeah, I mean, we could get on. I mean, that's what I'm saying. That could have easily been a rant because, mm-hmm. I mean, clickbait – is the most annoying. I mean, I, this is why I don't read the news anymore mm-hmm. because I don't even know if anything's legit and it's not just movies. I mean, it's sports for sure. I mean, yeah. but uh, yeah, so she didn't say anything. I mean, she just said what she should say. She said, yeah, you never know.
0: You know, considering though, uh, sort of tangent off of that though, uh, considering that they just uh, got a woman to play doctor who mm-hmm. that might
1: open the door for stuff like Bond oh, no, no, and no.
3: everything like that. Yeah. And I mean, if, I would, I would, I think that's a great idea. Mm-hmm. I'm down for it. Can you
1: imagine a, a female Bond just seducing the fuck out of Hell guys? Hell yeah, yeah, I can. Just being like, you know what, this is gonna, <laughs> mm, this is gonna <laughs> happen. Said, well, I mean, she's I at think... the casino table, and she's like, "All right, I'd like
0: to, see, I'd like to see how some of those scenes in the old Connery Bonds <laughs> yeah. would have played, like if it was a woman instead, and then a guy that was getting seduced." <laughs> yeah.
3: Well, we kind of saw that in Atomic Blonde. I don't know, have you guys seen I Atomic seen Blonde? That. Mm. You, you kind of get that in Atomic Blonde because Charlize Theron is is very. She's a Bond type person, mm-hmm. and um, there's there are some seduction scenes to say the least. Well, mm-hmm. the problem with
1: Bond um, is that it's done in something like Atomic Blonde or Born or you know all these things now where Kingsman. it's like Kingsman, where it's like Bond is inessential as Bond, right? I think. Right? Like okay, the it's an interesting conceit and everything, and the whole MI6 thing, but it's just like you know, and it's not it's not needed anymore. If you're gonna make a female Bond. Just do a different fucking thing, you know?
3: Yeah, for sure. The
1: stories are played out. They had the three woman, you know, code of like the Bimbo, the secret agent, and <laughs> blah blah blah. And uh, I think
0: I, I I agree with you. I think the I think though that they you know it's I guess it's more important that something that has always been seen as a male role gets changed into something else. Like yeah, okay, sure, we can call it something else, but it doesn't have nearly the impact either. Hmm. Yeah. Um, because we're not going to sit there and think that sh- you know Charlize Theron is playing Bond in Atomic yeah. Blonde. Atomic Bond. Uh,
1: <laughs> nice.
0: But uh, but yeah, that, I I I would like to see Idris Elba play Bond. Oh yeah, mm-hmm. well, see that that's
3: uh, what that was like. What last year maybe they people were petitioning for them to to get Idris Elba mm-hmm. to play. Um, I think that'd be outstanding. Well,
0: as 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 said before, I believe on this podcast, like you have you have these people who are like oh james bond looks like this he does not look like that Oof. and all that and they said that about daniel craig like blonde bond huh, blah, 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 blah. and then they then the movie comes out and they're like well Okay, yeah. I'll go watch it. Oh, that was actually really good. Except mm. for the poker. Yeah, yeah, except for the poker. <laughs> and I,
3: yeah, and, I, and I, I, I'm I by no means saying I'm not for a female Bond. I am off, I, I just want a good movie. Yeah, I don't yeah. care how they make that damn good movie. I just thought the article itself was insane. And there's Barbara Broccoli did nothing wrong. I mean, she answered it as politically correct as she possibly could. And well, I and could, she's right, too. She Everything is, yeah. is
1: reflected. That whole series reflected. They don't have any plans reflected. right now. The uh the the era that they're in. Mm-hmm. I mean the seventies bonds were insane. The eighties bonds were, you know, more glamorous I guess in mm-hmm. its in its time.
3: Mm-hmm.
1: Um Late more campy. 80s.
3: Dalton's kind of got a little darker, yeah. Going with all that, what was going on, and then you had like the—I remember the one thing in Goldeneye was that, um, you know, you had that whole bit at the beginning where you know your bad guy is an MI guy that's getting out of, or is, uh, is a double O whatever. Mm-hmm. He's, he's double O6 006. right? 006, yeah. Yeah. And he's Sean Bean. Mm-hmm. He's going, he's going with the times and is basically like, you know, there's no room for us anymore, and you know, times like, are changing. Yeah, James. times are changing, and they kind of went through this whole thing, and it was really interesting. And then, but then the next three Bond movies, they just go. Back back to like Roger yeah. oh, and those are awful. Oh, they're they're terrible. Yeah, they're there's that, terrible. I guess
0: there's that working theory like he may have just touched on that but just that, you know, that Bond doesn't necessarily have to be the same person over that. Like James Bond could be just a code name. Well, that's
3: a, that's a theory mm-hmm. actually. That's a big, I think I read that like on cracked or something. I read this whole yeah, like, yeah, yeah. D- like evolution of this theory that's come out that bond is just a name. It's not a person, right? Which
0: makes sense. Yeah. And w- it makes sense that it would make sense too, that why everybody fucking knows who James Bond is when he goes to anywhere like those early bonds. It's so silly. They go through all this trouble, to make sure that he's undercover. But then, like, the bad guys know James Bond is in this <laughs> hotel room and yeah. that they're waiting for him and everything. And every kinda movie. Like,
3: it's kind of like North by Northwest. Uh, spoiler alert for a 70 year old movie. That's right. But, um, it's kind of like North by Northwest where the character they think, the person they think, uh Cary Grant is not even a person. Yeah. It's yeah. just they just they move like suits around the different hotels and make it look like this person's getting their clothes, you know, washed mm-hmm. and stuff. Yeah. And so I mean you could definitely have that same type of thing. It's more of a it's more of a, a spook story. It's more of a boogeyman that they're creating. Like if you do something, you know, Bond will get you. Right, right, right. And I always thought kind
1: of it was weird when when James Bond would use his his actual name. Like when, when he's talking yeah. like at a casino yeah. or something like that. And they're like, who are you? Bond, James. Like, yeah. What the fuck are you t- telling him yeah. that? Oh, that's
0: why, well, I would say it would go a long way to <laughs> saying. But then once you're that known as, as that person, yeah. don't ever say well, it. it. It'd <laughs> also
3: be fun if they really started playing with a character. Like you have something like uh, like Sherlock Holmes, where Sherlock Holmes has had all these different iterations. And you even had this like weird movie from the 80s called Without a Clue. Have you guys oh, seen it? Oh, yeah? yeah, yeah, yeah. Where you find out Sherlock Holmes is just an actor and that, you know, Dr. Watson is actually actually the the yeah. intelligent one and the one solving the mysteries mm-hmm. and you I mean you could you could kind of do some kind of play on it like that where you know I don't know something a little different or make different genres like they're kind of trying to do with like these x men movies where you've made you may, may do like a western Bond, do a mm-hmm. horror bond oh, yeah. do a sci-fi a bond, bond. Do, yeah. a, do a sci-fi bond not called Moonraker <laughs> right. um you know mm-hmm. yeah a lot of ideas I don't I did I didn't we fixed just, bond I feel like right oh, I yeah. feel like we did
0: yeah I I'm ready to start the healing yeah <laughs>
2: Definitely.
0: <laughs> um there was a new story today that uh that uh, warner brothers has finally f- hired somebody to oversee their dc movies now apparently i didn't know this there were people overseeing the dc movies was there one person that was no it was two people that it says here that uh it, it said okay so first off they've hired walter hamada is his name uh, the, the studios decided to replace John Berg and Jeff Johns as the heads of the DC movies. Mm-hmm. Now, the the I I see a problem there because I never heard those names once. Not like Kevin Feige or anything yeah. like that.
3: What I believe, I think Jeff Johns was probably more of a consultant because I believe he's actually like, in comic books like i mean I, you know what i'm mm, saying like yeah movies? he's a he's yeah he's at dc yeah, is, yeah, yeah, this yeah. Is what
0: the article later says he's at yeah. dc as president and chief creative officer but his portfolio so i don't know how much he knows about him.
3: movies yeah, yeah so
0: like yeah so i guess they had a guy who you know knew the dc stuff but maybe not yeah. so much movies but whatever but <laughs> obviously that's they, they, a thing like <laughs> well and how did wonder woman that's like, like a miracle to I me no but yeah. what well, Patty, Patty Jenkins. Jenkins. Yeah, 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 yeah right? It's definitely so Patty it's Jenkins. A, it's a miracle to me if that's the case. But like so they get this Walter Amada guy, and the Walter Amada apparently is the guy responsible for uh getting the conjuring universe uh upstarted and like shepherded and everything. And he's done very well with that. Yeah, no kidding. Because considering that, you know, the conjuring uh both of those were huge hits, Annabelle Creation mm-hmm. was apparently miles ahead of the original Annabelle. <laughs> it's it's good. Yeah. Like it's
3: legitimately good. I'm not even kidding. Yeah, legitimately good.
0: Um, so he's he's been doing that, and I guess they're like, well, you you have overseen a universe. Let's get you over to this. And I it'll didn't be realize he was from that though. That's it'll interesting. be interesting to see um what he you know having a like an actual like person who's sh- like actually has a sort of a vision. Hopefully he has a vision. And I, I read some blurb today, and who knows that could have been clickbait too, but. I read some blurb that said Patty J- Patty Jenkins said that Wonder Woman two is going to be completely different from that first movie. Now that could be a bad sign, it could but be. it could be a great sign too. That there's an actual like movement to like, oh yeah, this is this might well, actually. Well, it could be like
3: Captain America though, where because the first Wonder Woman was set in the past, mm-hmm. so I my my, my feeling is oh, that yeah. they would just set it more modern day and.
1: You could do anything with her though, you know, because Captain America obviously had that period where he was on ice. Mm -hmm. She could, you could have a 60s era Wonder Woman, you could have, Mm -hmm. you know, really anytime you could have it, you know, in the future if you wanted to. So I like, I like the idea of playing around with that character in different eras and Patty Jenkins seems like she's really the only one up to the task, including Joss Whedon, um, you know, for directing a, a good DC movie, Who would like to see
3: Joss Whedon
0: get a hand, get his hands on a movie that's all his. Well,
3: own. is yeah, he still yeah. involved with Batgirl? Is that even still happening? Do we know? The last I, I heard, yeah. it was. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, but
0: you know, you can. All, I I don't know if I don't know if this was part of his uh, this uh, Hamada hiring, but we, James Wan is doing Aquaman. Oh yeah, yeah. So there, there is that too.
3: Yeah, that I I believe that's in the can. Yeah, so it may
0: have not had anything to do with him, yeah. but it was just somebody that they knew they could rely on to to do that stuff. But yeah. I think that's in very important for them they, th- to have a Kevin Feige type. That's like going to be like, all right, this is what we're going to do for the next 10 years. Let's, you know, let's make the movies accordingly instead of the, like just this mess, man. It doesn't seem like anybody really knows well, I mean, where it's going.
3: I mean, the only problem is, I mean, Feige just not just him alone, but everybody involved with the Marvel universe. I mean, whether we like it or not, I mean, they change movies. Mm -hmm. I mean, they change just the way everybody's looking at how they're going to do their franchises or just movies in general. I mean, they just change the way people. I'm not saying it's like Citizen Kane or something, but I'm just saying there is there was definitely there's been a shift in the way movies are made. Yeah. Yeah. I'm not just not just that there's more superhero movies, but just movies in general. And
0: well, there's now everybody's thinking of the franchise, which is. Uh it's mm-hmm. it's it's very hit and miss, and we've already seen that with the mummy. Um, you know, you're you again, you're gonna have to have somebody who has a vision for yeah. it. And I don't think anybody I don't know if there was anybody who had a vision for that, you know, that dark world dark universe. No, so, you
1: know, no. It was sketched out on a cocktail napkin. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> I don't even remember who directed <laughs> the mummy.
3: <laughs> Oh, I don't either. It's completely escaped. Yeah, my I've mind. forgotten too.
1: Yeah. Eli Roth. Yeah, it was totally <laughs> Eli Roth. That's why I fucking hate it. With a guest appearance a nice from Robert person.
0: Rodriguez or someone. Um, go for it.
1: <laughs> All right. So uh, I'm going to change it up a little bit. I was going to talk about the Logan Paul bullshit. Uh, I'm going to put that, you know, One, he's hold off apparently on apparently stepping while. away from YouTube. Yeah, too, yeah, yeah. Um, for you know, a while. That, well, I'm sure we'll get into that a little bit more, but my movie news thing, and again, could be a rant. We are out of the Last Jedi takes at this point. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yep. So what I saw this week was a Twitter post uh, from Screen Rant, and they are the worst th- offenders of this this Jedi take. Mm-hmm. The Last Jedi is the Batman v Superman of Star Wars. Oh, that was the,
3: that was. That was one. Of, I read that. That was one of the dumbest things. Oh, I, I mean, after ever. the week, I mean, after. people the, are entitled to their opinion, but that's some did, bullshit. Did, did
0: was that in the title? Yeah, that was okay. the title. There's, there's more clickbait. Exactly, like. exactly. And they, they, had, they like, wrote an that screen. article. They wrote that article in order to infuriate mm-hmm. and inflame. That's yeah. basically what that comes down
1: to. I mean, okay, I get it. Like, this is a divisive movie. We've talked about the movie before. We liked the movie. Chris and I liked the movie. I don't. Did you like? I I did. Did I I, I am.
3: I am not the Star Wars fans you two are, and uh, and my wife and I both are in the same boat. And we both liked it. We thought it was a good movie. I was shocked that I. I thought. I thought Star Wars fans were just loving the hell out of it. I was shocked to find out it was so divisive. Right.
1: Right. And yes, there is a (laughs) lot of stuff to tease out. I thought it was good. We've teased it out many times and everything, and we've essentially moved on. Of course, I'm talking about it right now, but I'm talking about other people talking about it. Mm -hmm. But man, like every take does not have to be like a hot take from a fucking sports radio show mm-hmm. um you can just say like okay here's what i didn't like about it uh here's what was good about it here's what we're looking forward to and that's all i want to read i don't want to mm. read the comparison between fucking batman v superman and yeah. the last chapter. first of all there is no comparison yeah that that's ridiculous that's that's insane to even make that sort of connection but the fact that we're still talking about this like in a in a ratings generating type of, or clicks type of way, is just annoying to me, and I want to mute it.
3: And people saying it's the worst movie of the year, or it's in their top ten worst movies, if that's true, man, I think you saw some great movies this year, because you sure as hell didn't see bad ones, if that's your worst. (laughs) They didn't see Justice League. They didn't see Bye Bye Man, or, uh, you know, (laughs) Boss Baby, or Unforgettable, (laughs) or... Boss Baby.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Nah, I mean, uh, you know, you do have to make a good title to get people to click on things Mm -hmm. the 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 idea of of clickbait being a negative thing comes from for me when you click on this is like what jonathan was talking about when you click on something and the article's contents do not match what's in that clickbait
2: Mm -hmm.
0: now if you write something that's now that article you're talking about probably actually had the contents of what that clickbait was yeah yeah, yeah. but that was to me that's just asinine that's like one of those asinine things that's a, another kind
1: of level Midnight when you're drunk like oh man it's totally i mean weird yeah, works cinema
0: sins is constantly uh you know accused of doing the clickbait because we say everything wrong with in in our we do it on every video yeah, I mean, it's it's literally <laughs> literally the title of the program that we do yes um and uh and so yes when you're on youtube and all these things you have to have something that connects to people mm-hmm. you can't say here are things wrong with <laughs> this movie or some comments about <laughs> Batman v Superman, you know, you have to say something that's a little inciting. Yeah. You know, everything wrong with, and yes. then people go, okay, yeah, all right. <laughs> you, know, you, People judge books by covers, man. It's, yeah. Uh, they, they do that. So yeah. that's why you'd have to do that. But like, in yeah, in your example, I think that's just asinine for the sake of getting people inside. Yeah,
1: of that was the, that was where I hit peak. Like, are you fucking kidding me right yeah. now?
3: And I feel like the weirdest thing about the, what I've read and what little I've read of The Last Jedi, uh, uh, hate, I guess is what you'd call it or disagreement is that it seems like a lot of fans when it came out of force awakens had ideas of of where it was going to go and th- where it was going to go this um this raised parents thing has become a big deal mm-hmm. and um they had ideas of where it was going to go it did not go where they thought it would go and their map yeah, mm-hmm. because a director and another writer that were making their movie didn't do what they wanted them to do, mm-hmm. and so they picked up their toys and went home. And oh. uh, you
0: know, and forgetting also that all those things that we learned in this this chapter can easily be written out in the next absolutely. one, absolutely,
3: absolutely. And it,
0: I, I have a feeling that many of them might well, be. And mm-hmm.
3: I, I'm really, and that's the thing I worry about. I want, I want Disney. I want Abrams and everybody involved with this. I want them to do whatever it is that they want to do. Because if you start trying to, to please everybody, you get suicide squad. Yeah, for sure. That's, or, the, that's I mean, the thing that
0: people I don't think understand or about, fantastic for about anything that you do creatively is that, is that yes, you can't please everybody. We had a, we had a, you know, a, a sort of decision to make with cinema sins early on. Like, do we keep on doing everything wrong with, or do we start doing everything right with? Of course, somebody already made that fucking yeah, decision. Yeah. <laughs> um, but we just we were trying to figure out: do we do that or not? Okay, we're going to stay on the negative tip. And then, like, uh, then there was a decision: do we keep making videos that are longer or shorter? You know that. Yep. And and every choice you make alienates some segment of
1: your. I used to uh, love cinema scenes when they were five minutes oh, or less. Oh my god!
0: <laughs> and and you know those are those people are probably a a significant chunk, but not the majority. Yep. But they come out and they say stuff, and this is the same thing with Star Wars. I feel like the majority of people probably like it. But oh yeah. The people like nothing more stark. We've talked about this. The showing that Barrett and I went to almost nothing crickets during yeah. that during that show that meant all the star wars fans because they came and see it on thursday
2: mm-hmm.
0: came and saw it they didn't like what they saw that friday night show that i watched where it was probably a mixture of star wars fans and then people who were just kind of you yeah,
3: know i like star wars yeah, yeah.
0: yeah that was a completely different experience
3: i wish
1: i had seen it in, yeah there in were there context. was there
3: was well i swear to god the theater i go to i i i don't know like they clap at everything like mm-hmm. they, they clap at like the end of the bye-bye man they're like standing up and clapping <laughs> so I, but but i do remember at the end i went to the friday show at our at our theater close to where we live and um it was people were just loving it you mm-hmm. could tell people are just really into it in fact i felt kind of bad i didn't like it as much as they did i mean i liked it but i was just like oh, you know i'm okay like I'm gonna go do something else now. <laughs> yeah. That happened. Yeah, exactly. There you go. I can still live my life. <laughs> right. Yeah. yeah,
0: and and that's the other thing they they I don't think people realize They're, Disney's in this Star Wars thing for the long haul. Yeah. If yeah, if no they kidding. do come out with one that just ends up being a giant turd, everybody agrees with that. They'll come out with a new one the next year, hoping mm. to get it back on track.
1: I wonder if Ryan Johnson's gonna really last this whole new trilogy though. Oh
0: my God. They, they, you know, Disney is seeing these comments, yeah. and Wondering because, because I guess he, you know, if you're looking at it, you're going, man, he alienated the Star Wars base. But does it matter? Where our movie made nearly six hundred million dollars already?
1: It's making all the money, <laughs> so it's
0: like ah, all right. it's made
1: a billion worldwide already.
0: Already, already. Holy
3: shit! Yeah. Han Solo is going to be interesting, though. Or is it solo? It's just solo. Solo. solo a the, Star the, Wars yeah, story. The Han mm-hmm. Solo movie. Wasn't Rogue One called that, too, though? Yeah. would not it called a Star Wars story? Yep. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They're so, going to be doing that with everything. Yeah. So um, that's going to be interesting, though, because it opens, what, two or three weeks after Infinity War?
0: Oh yeah, that it's coming out. That's going to um, be really interesting. May? Yeah, it's coming yeah, out. In I May. think it's coming out
3: like I mean, it might be the Memorial Day movie. Yeah, or right around there. Uh, uh, and Infinity War, I'm pretty sure it's got that opening weekend of May, like most Marvel movies do. I'm take a look. I do wonder because I mean, releasing the Star Wars movies around Christmas is a great idea. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because obviously. you you don't have that kind of blockbuster right And I still think Solo is going to make a ton of money, but I don't. I, I wonder if it's going to do as well as it could have if they had released it at a different time.
0: Well, that's the thing, right? They're, they're and I wonder if this, it's going to move. They're getting this great configuration every time they release it in the middle of December where they get, you know, school is getting out. They have those that week leading up to, to Christmas. They have a whole week after that. They have mm-hmm. all in January, basically. In January, there's nothing that's going to compete against it. Um, that's exactly how Titanic ended up making its mm-hmm. money, was doing that exact same thing. Well, yeah. Um yeah, Infinity War comes out on the 4th of May and then Solo is the 25th. So it's got 3 weeks. It's got 3 weeks and I I think Infinity War will have died down enough by that time that they can It's still it's still a sh- tight window.
3: Yeah. Yeah. Uh, that's still probably a 50 or 60 million weekend for Infinity War if it's good. If it's any good. If people actually like it cuz I I think that's going to be one where fans go see it a bunch of times it's a what now i said if infinity war is good i'm saying i think that could still be a 50 or 60 million that weekend that oh Solo it'll make more than out. that by the third weekend the third weekend oh think? oh I that's what you're saying a, the, the, weekend weekend, the opening comes weekend comes is gonna be oh yeah no that'll it might be the highest grossing it could weekend.
0: be it, i think there's there will be fatigue and everything which will make it not as high as like that at first avengers but it's still it's 150 at least you mm. can already go ahead and put that in the
3: bank and i, I just think it's gonna i just think it's gonna have a lot of rewatches i if tell it's you any good.
0: i tell you what else is interesting though is that that, that oh God, I, I, we can already talk about summer i mean the <laughs> yeah, summer is yeah, good yeah. very strange uh uh to me because yeah you have that that solo movie coming out on the 25th the week after that is deadpool 2 Oh
3: man, that's And crazy. Jurassic Parks, like a week or two after that. Jurassic yeah, it's Parks like, in June, isn't it? Yeah, it's later in June. Oh, okay.
0: But there's a lot of stuff like Oceans 8's coming out right after mm-hmm. that. And then you, the that's Incredibles 2. Well.
3: Oh, that's gonna do well.
0: And uh and then Jurassic World Fallen Kingdom. <laughs> that trailer looks awful. <laughs> um, one of the
3: worst and
0: one then and then Sicario 2. I, I, I didn't know that movie did well enough to get a sequel. No I, mean, kidding, I have man. a hard
3: time making an opinion on a preview, but I will say because Jurassic World, I actually like I mean, I I can't I cannot disagree with any negative opinions that you guys say or anybody else, but I had fun with it for whatever reason. And I've watched it a few times and I've always had fun with it. The preview to the sequel, <laughs> God, like they could have gone in just any fucking direction they wanted to. They had a movie that was like the third or fourth highest grossing movie of all time. And they could have done anything they wanted. And what they decided to do was have them go back a few years later and save the dinosaurs from a volcano. Right. Like we could have gotten off that fucking Island. Mm hmm. We could have had like dinosaurs in New York or dinosaurs in Tokyo or I guess, whatever. You know
0: what? You know what's probably going to f- kill that dinosaurs in a city thing forever is the Lost World.
3: Yep. Hell yeah. Probably. That
0: San Diego thing probably fucked any, anything that we'll ever see with yep. dinosaurs in the city yep. from now on.
3: But that scene where he sees, like, oh, God, that fucking trailer. He sees blue again or whatever. Yeah. <laughs> it looks terrible. Oh, it does. <laughs> hopefully uh, hopefully it's not. I mean, I, I want it to be good. but
0: Yeah, I want everything to be good. I know, good. I agree. I want mm-hmm. everything to be good because I don't want to waste my time. I don't want to waste my time yeah. when I go to the movie. But that's going to be – that's real. I did not know that until just now that Solo comes out a week before Deadpool 2.
3: That's crazy. That
0: is going to be Yeah, insane. I didn't know
3: that. so That's even – yeah.
0: Uh, and, and it's almost like Deadpool Two, and that's like a future Disney property. Yeah. Going up against a Disney project, oh, I didn't <laughs> even
3: think about it like that. And, yeah.
0: uh, and so, like that's—it's almost like they just let's see what we can do to Star Wars because mm-hmm. that's going to fuck it up,
3: man.
1: Yeah,
0: I think that's going to fuck it up. That should mm-hmm. be the high.
3: That should be the highest. Yes, that yeah. might because that might end up being the highest grossing R-rated movie of all time. Well, it, it's always hard to because last temptation yeah, so far. up Well, there. and that first like one, second, that least. first one yeah. nearly did beat. Oh, that's true. Nearly did
0: beat it, and because uh, it
3: hasn't surpassed it, has it? I no, don't think so. But it's up there. Uh, but yeah, should be very interesting. <laughs> gonna be a, By the way gonna you're talking an, about the the going to uh, be a fun summer.
1: The Passion of the Christ, not the Last Temptation of Christ. <laughs> I am talking about the Passion <laughs> of the
3: Christ. Last Temptation of a Christ, huge bomb. Yeah. Did yeah. not make any money. That's right. <laughs> yep. If only they had Mel Gibson. That's right. I, I have more money in my wallet right now. I think than Last Temptation of Christ made, That's and, right, and I don't have much in my wallet. So um. we all
0: know what happened to Last Temptation of Christ. It was considered blasphemous before it even came. Great, wasn't it? Wasn't great it rated movie, X
3: though. at one point, or they were considering rating Ooh, it. I X? don't even know about that. I don't remember that. Something. Or they were going to release it, not. Yeah, there was something going on. Mm. But uh, I actually saw that for the first time a couple of years ago. Great movie.
1: I actually like it. Yeah, yeah it's, it's very, very good I like movie. it a lot. How about some recommendations from this yeah. week?
3: Totes Amaze Balls. They're great. It I- won the Academy Award. Oh, for what? For best movie ever made. Um, I recently in the last probably week and a half, I watched um, a ghost story. Mm-hmm. Have either of you guys seen this?
0: I've heard about it. I haven't seen
3: it. Casey Affleck plays uh, a, a guy who um, through a, through a terrible accident ends up dying, and he comes back as a ghost, basically. And and what's what's interesting is that he's he's wearing a sheet the whole time. <laughs> oh yeah. So he's like he's like literally like. Like the classic uh, the classic ghost. And um, Rooney Mara plays his girlfriend. And so the first part of the movie kind of takes place like the first few minutes of the movie and stuff. You get to know them together and stuff. And, and, then, and then the accident happens. And then um, it's her by herself for a while. And he's there. She obviously doesn't know he's there. So it's very ghost in that way. But it's very, very different from ghost. This is a movie, though, that is going to be very divisive. And it's actually a movie that I didn't know how much I liked it when I watched it a couple weeks ago. But I haven't been able to stop fucking thinking about it since, mm-hmm. and, it's, it's, and I really want to watch it again um, to, to see what I think this time, because there is something, there is a centerpiece to this movie that is very jarring, and up until that centerpiece, not a lot, of, I, I can completely understand a lot of people are going to say nothing happens, mm-hmm. and you are more than entitled to your opinion. But it's a very good – it's just a really cool mood piece. Like, it's just very interesting to watch all this stuff unfold. And you never know exactly what's going to happen next. And it's just very cool. I don't want to get into, like – I don't know if there's really – I don't know if that would be a spoiler. But other people come into this house because basically you find out, like, he's kind of stuck in this house. Like, if you choose to not go to the other world, you're stuck wherever you were. And so other people – kind of come through this house other families and whatnot and there's like this centerpiece section that i've read and it kind of threw me off for a second too thinking back i think i like it more and it's really hard to talk about this because you don't want to give anything away but um but that i think that's going to be the part that kind of uh, divides people mm-hmm. on the film other than the people that just aren't going to be interested in it because not a whole lot happens
0: well and then you have casey affleck yeah uh, uh, yeah see, that, that, that mm-hmm. is
3: a problem i had and that is one problem i have with the movie i because this has been a year where all of a sudden I've tried my hardest to be the separating the art from the artist and all that yeah, you know, yeah, real yeah. life, and it that's become very challenging this year. Yeah, yeah. And uh, that was another problem I had watching this movie. It was just you know every time I'd see his that's good. He's covered with a sheet most of the movie. Actually. <laughs> <laughs> <It does>. Yeah, just <laughs> <laughs> Woody Allen movie, just covered. But it, a sheet. but it's but it but it's but it's a really cool and then and then it kind of and then it kind of takes a turn after this what I'll call this centerpiece. It takes a turn. And it goes in a completely different direction that I wasn't expecting. So all of that was very interesting. It's a very well-told story.
0: Yeah, this is something that I've heard about a few yeah. times this year um, being good. But I, ha- yeah. I I didn't know where to see it. Did you or... see it in the theater?
3: No, I did not see it in the theater. Uh, I missed it. I actually, uh, I just checked it out from the library. Huh. It, just, it came out on DVD like a month ago or so. Mm-hmm. And uh, I just I just... I went, th- I went to this, there's this place called the library. Oh, they have books.
0: That is awesome.
3: And they have movies and you can check them out. You um, can
0: go to this place yes. and
3: check out yes. books. And what movies? is this sorcery? Yeah, yeah, it's crazy. <laughs> it is, it is crazy. It is, it is sorcery. Why it's-
0: have I been buying
3: everything? <laughs> no kidding. <laughs> but, um, your place is basically a library. too. That's true. <laughs> it's so true. I, I've got, yeah, I got a, I got enough of that too, but, um,
0: well, it's, uh, it's, uh, you know, T- talking about the the Blu-rays that I have in the uh, the room next door to the, the connection. The uh, the, I was I was uh, was talking to some people and I, I know a few people who like to pirate movies and they do all that type of stuff and and uh, there's some people who are talking about Movie Pass, which you know you can mm-hmm. see you know anything
3: you want for what nine, I, nine yeah I, I'm now. doing I'm doing Movie Pass oh, I whatever. like it a lot.
0: Well, somebody asked me if I had Movie Pass and I said no. Now it would to- make total sense for me to get Movie Pass. Mm-hmm but in the job that we do as you know uh, cinema sins writers and everything i kind of feel like obligated to buy everything at full price mm-hmm. and everything sort of giving back to an industry that sort of gives us a lot yeah um even though there's a lot of trash out there obviously <laughs> uh, the industry itself sort of sustains what
1: we do mm-hmm. so if there's yeah. no movies there's no cinema that's sense. correct
0: and so like i go and i and i'll buy stuff that i know we're not sending sometimes mm-hmm. i know we won't be sending some of these movies and they're all in that collection or everything someday i'll watch it you know it'll be there's like, a lot of unopened there movies. is a lot <laughs> of cellophane I, and i love i love
3: i do a lot of blind buying now too and it's mostly a lot of these um a lot of these studios that are releasing like special editions of dvds like kino Lorber and. Uh, Scream Factory and Shout Factory and please—they're just releasing these movies that some of them have never even been on DVD before, and they're mm-hmm. releasing them on Blu-ray. And it's not something you can just rent on Amazon. It's yeah. not something you can find, and so they've got it for fifteen bucks. It's like some random seventies Elliot Gold movie I've never heard of. It's like I like I like Elliot Gold. <laughs> yeah, and though he. To, there's crime or you know right. uh, <laughs> I, like, I, I i watched this that's like, what it's titled i got this movie called elliot who gold. it's just called who i never heard i mean i've heard of everything i never heard of this movie it's from the 70s and it's just elliot gold and this robot it's like this <laughs> it's like this weird sci-fi movie that kino lorber released and it's happy it, birthday polly yeah and it's just it's awesome <laughs> but uh rocky <laughs> but yeah, but, reference nice but i but if I don't know if I made any of a ghost story sound interesting. It's really hard to get no, into. No, it
0: sounds interesting because you can't explain yeah. a lot of the things. That yeah. are- and
3: I know I know, some people are just going to be like, fuck you for making me watch that movie. But yeah, I didn't yeah. make you, you know. oh well, uh- <laughs> I mean, it
0: sounds like sort of the, the type of conundrum you'd have sort of um, recommending Mother. Mother. To, yeah, Mother. To, or or uh, Personal
3: Shopper, which is a movie yeah. we saw that yeah, I love. Personal yeah, Personal Shopper is mm-hmm. another
0: one, yeah. that uh, You can't go into a lot of the things that are in it because it ruins it for people, but it's also not a movie that's easy to recommend and say you guys are gonna love this because yeah. mother i can guarantee you no matter how many
3: explanations you get for that movie you're there's people who can oh i agree it. i just watched that that just came out on dvd and i just watched that too i thought about i thought about that one as well but uh, i just like ghost story a little more and i knew more people less people had probably heard of a ghost story mm-hmm. uh but s- movies like mother a ghost story personal shopper I I I am I just wish people would just watch them because even if I mean because you, you you know there's probably a ninety percent there's probably ninety percent people out there aren't gonna like them mm-hmm. but if you keep giving movies like that a chance they'll keep getting made and they don't all work but yeah. but I'm still all for stuff like I still don't even know what I think of Mother well and but look, I'm glad it was made
0: luckily for us some of these movies are not. Budgeted out
3: the ass so that yeah.
0: like just the smallest amount of money can get at least break even sometimes. So you hope that I don't know. I don't think Mother
3: did, but no. But one, well, it, but it and it had a studio behind it. Yeah. I, I'm I'm shocked that movie got made because it's not like Aronovs Ar, Aronovski. I always say yeah. his name wrong. Hmm. It's not like he's made like these blockbusters. In fact, mm-hmm. Noah. I'm pretty sure was a pretty big.
0: Might have been his biggest movie was Noah,
3: and I, it didn't do very well at all. I don't it think it did. It did. Um, um but it might have been his
1: biggest if he had put an exclamation point at the end no Noah? Noah, yeah no <laughs> i think that would have done well it uh, hadn't put aliens in yeah
0: the paramount came out out after mother like sort of tanked on that first weekend and they were like we're still proud of what we did mm-hmm. and i was like yeah but you gotta understand something you marketed this movie as the scariest horror movie ever
3: made. Oh, you thought you were going to see Rosemary's Baby too? Yes. It's not Rosemary's and Baby And so 2.
0: you got a whole bunch of people. That's some clickbait right there, mm-hmm. man. You got some people, like, lured in on that, and then you're shocked on Friday so, night where people are going, and no. A, a, and <laughs> Atomic, Atomic
3: Blonde, which Atomic Blonde is more of a straightforward action movie, but Atomic Blonde was interesting because I just watched that not too long ago, and it kind of suffered from the same problem in that, when John wick chapter two became a hit, I'm pretty sure they went in and said, we're going to cut this trailer to where it looks like John wick chapter two Mm -hmm. with a woman. Mm -hmm. It is not John. I mean, it's just, it's not even like that. Like it's, it's, it's seriously more like a, more like a Bond movie or mm-hmm. more like a more just like an 80s Cold War thriller. Yeah. It's nothing like John Wick chapter two. It's not wall to wall action. There are action set pieces. Mm-hmm. But so I, I know I know that hurt that movie because people went into that opening week and thinking, oh, this is John Wick with, with uh, Charlie Serone. That's cool. And then it wasn't. So they're mm-hmm. like, oh, this is stupid.
0: Yeah. Um. So uh, I have a couple uh, from uh, Netflix again. I've been ripping up through some Netflix. <laughs> yeah, have, and man. of course, I've also, I also. uh uh, went to hulu this past week too um
3: look at you yeah man (laughs) breaking out the hulu it's about time i'm glad i'm not the only one with a cable package that actually has hulu yeah yeah
0: yeah exactly i i i I sometimes i'm like yeah why okay well there's (laughs) there's 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 they are coming out with original programming and and the hand handmaid's tale has gotten a whole bunch of like critical awards and everything like that Including nominations, go Golden Globe nominations mm-hmm. and stuff like that. Um, so I was I didn't want to watch this for the longest time because I just assumed it was some period piece bullshit, mm-hmm. and I can't get into that. Like you have, to, I have to be romanced <laughs> to get into. To You're talking get, about *Headman's Tale*, yeah. *Headman's Tale*.
1: Have you read the book? No okay
0: and i had no idea what it was about or anything i just saw the the bonnets and shit and i was like nah fuck that
2: (laughs) and uh, romance
0: me yeah exactly and so like I, i when i found out that it was set in the future and everything i was like oh i might be interested in this so i ripped through handmaid's tale in like three days Jeez. that's
3: that's interesting because i've i've heard that's i've heard that's a really hard one to binge like remember, oh really like a lot of people have said that's when you kind of got to sit back and like let it sink in i, I banged that thing out good to know good to know <laughs> yeah. I, I read the book the book is no the, pun intended the, by the way the book is great um it's also d- pretty disturbing yeah and I mean, I, that's this what i've whole, heard they don't hold back yeah this whole
0: thing is pretty disturbing but uh uh i I really like elizabeth moss i thought Mm -hmm. she was i thought she was great in mad men and especially the way her character sort of changes over the years and everything starting with that you know starting with that like demure peggy that's like throwing herself at at don at the beginning and getting turned down and all that to walking down the hallway with the sunglasses and the cigarette and everything Um oh, so, she's she's really good. I love Elizabeth Moss. Have you, have you
3: seen the I cannot think of the name of it, but the movie she did with it was with the one of the Duplass brothers. Yeah. It was with the, Mark.
1: It, where they have their, their, their double copies Yeah, yeah their yeah, copies. Oh, oh, that's yeah, so good. I haven't seen
3: that. But. And we can't tell you what it's called. <laughs>
0: yeah, exactly. <laughs> but but go and find Elizabeth Moss and Duplass brothers <laughs> and get it. Uh yeah, I'm on fire today. That's right. Uh but uh yeah, um I I, I did binge it. And uh, yes, it is disturbing. It is it is something where you're like, holy shit, I can't believe this. But I don't know. Seems uh, I don't know when this show came out originally. Was it over the summer or was it? It a,
3: was it was it was in, I mean, it was earlier in 2017. It was yeah, it's or a summer. 2017
0: show. I, I feel like it's been on Hulu for like nearly the entire year. So maybe it's been like almost a year. It's been on there. But, uh, you know, in this day and age we're living in, that Handmaid's Tale stuff, like, there's some scary things, some scary thought process. I've heard
1: that. What is, what is the the big overarching well, conceit?
0: Well, uh, like, all you know is all the stuff you know before this all happens is told in flashback, uh-huh. And the flashbacks sort of show this world before all that happened and everything. And there's just this, like, more... There's a you can start seeing like more permissive, uh, less politically correct type stuff going on. Mm-hmm. Like, there's a point in there where, uh, before everything has really changed, Elizabeth Moss and her friend is played by Samara Wiley, who's in uh, Orange is the New Black. Mm-hmm. Uh, they are their best friends, and they go into a coffee shop and they ask for uh, a coffee or whatever. And the guy behind the behind the barista or whatever ends up just calling them sluts for basically no reason like huh. it was like they asked i don't remember what the the what the initial reason was for it but it wasn't anything big he just just started calling them sluts and she, they were like excuse me like this is this is the type of society we're like in now but can think about you know in the next you know like in, like think about a year yeah, or so yeah, yeah. Or whatever <laughs> like some more permissive type of like yeah we'll just call whatever we want to just call it as what it is mm-hmm. guys are, these girls are sluts or whatever like this is before they really know anything's kind of like going down. but there's this pervasive thought you can see these like you know these men of power who are discussing how this new government is going to be basically they they don't like the 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 current government they want to overthrow this one and it's probably for what they consider good reasons mm-hmm. we i don't know if it get it doesn't get into all the specifics of all that um but it's a, they obviously don't like the government as it is. They're going to overthrow it. And as Joseph Fine says later on, like, yeah, we ch- wanted to change the country for the better. Doesn't work for everybody, though
1: no yeah <laughs> you know
0: you know it's it's yeah. just for a select few exactly. people that it's going to be good for and everything you i i think anybody who sort of puts in their head we're going to overthrow the government is going to have to have their own like ideas that mm-hmm. are fucked up too but it works for them so it doesn't matter yeah. who who else they mess up so that's the that's sort of the idea is that some group of people hated the current government they overthrew it they took, put in their new government and it's more Christian based it's a fucked up kind of Christian based Mm. like way more fucked up than you would normally think of and like the the politically uh, political correctness and everything like that's out the door and like the you know people are you know people are getting stuff spray painted on storefronts you know like Mm. you know all the the you know homophobic slurs and stuff like that are there and everything there's not much they don't think there's much racial type stuff but it's kind of hinted at a Mm. little bit there's not much about you know race in there per se, but all the guys who are in charge are.
1: Is it more about oppressing women and things like that? Yeah, yeah.
0: But all the guys who are in charge are pretty much older white guys
1: mm. and everything
0: so there Shocking. is a there is Shock. a subtext there there is a subtext
1: <laughs> there that's basically
0: saying yeah i think black people are like not yeah, yeah. but there are black women in these things and in the in the handmaids stuff and everything but they're just there because they can they can birth children basically uh, i got you and so I, I guess in in a way describing the show i buried the lead a little bit that's what they're here for is to you know to, uh, to for give procreation for procreation it. because the, cause much like children of men, you know, there's you know, babies are, are, are becoming scarce. And even when women are pregnant, they're losing the pregnancies more often hmm. and everything like that. Uh, so yeah, buried the lead. But I think the question you were asking was how did it get to this point yeah, 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 and whatever? Yeah. Um, that's the reason why they're there. And there's also discussions that maybe a lot of these guys are not capable of fathering children, but there's, but it's against the law to say that.
1: Interesting.
0: And so, so like there's like these probably perfectly capable wives. Oh man, it's so fucked up. When <laughs> it's so fucked up how they do the whole, uh, uh, you know, the ceremony they call it. And there's mm. even a discussion as to why it's called the ceremony and 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 everything. It, so, it like so casually and that they describe how this happens. It's so fucked up. You're sitting there going. Oh, wow. This is They don't even really, they don't really even care what, you know, they call this a ceremony, but that whole ceremony is fucked up because it's, and I'll let you, I'll let you guys watch it when, if you're, if you're not onto this yet, I am a year behind on uh-huh. this show. So m- mm-hmm. many of you have probably already seen it. Um, but yeah, there's so many like fucked up ways of thinking in this and it's, I don't think it's like, I don't, I don't think this kind of government is like right, o- right around the corner. But you can see the thinking of that kind of
1: government going around the corner. I remember that was the big discussion when this came out. It was like,
0: And it was obviously yeah. shot well before yeah, yeah. what's going on right now. And, you know, what's going on to some people is, is nothing. But yeah. to a lot of us, it's frightening. To
1: the rich white guys.
0: Yeah. Um, so um, anyway. Yeah, I'm good.
1: I'm
3: kidding. I'm <laughs> yeah. kidding. I'm kidding. <laughs> anyway,
0: I, I really like The Handmaid's Tale, and the other one I'm going to bring up is Black Mirror. Season mm-hmm. four came out last week. I nailed that in like a day, and I uh, love Black Mirror, man. I love that show. <laughs> but so much it is really
3: good. But um, I mean, I don't think I'm on season two. Like I, I just, I just watch it every now and then. Mm-hmm. And I, don't, I know it's an anthology, so I don't know how much that matters. But I'm just so OCD about stuff like that. Mm-hmm. Like I have to start from the beginning. So I'll get there eventually. But I, I'm, I'm loving it. I mean, it's that's why when they said Jordan Peele was doing a new Twilight Zone. I was like, don't we kind of already have that with Black Mirror? Mm-hmm. But Although I'm all about Bill doing anything he wants to mm-hmm. do. Yeah.
1: Uh, I'm glad you brought up Black Mirror because I've watched maybe four episodes mm-hmm. of that. And it, what this is the fourth season that just came out, yeah. right? Um, and I was really interested because there's so much talk about this USS Callister episode, mm-hmm. the the first episode in the season. And again, they're not sequential or chronological, so you can watch one and it doesn't have anything to do with the right. other, right? Right. Um, this is a fucking brilliant episode. Oh, yeah. Everything about this episode is subversive. Is this the Star Trek kind this of looking one? This is the Star Trek yeah. Yes. Okay. Uh,
3: it is. I
1: haven't seen it. I, I love everything about this episode. The the acting is amazing. Jesse Plemons, mm-hmm. uh, who some people have called Meth Damon. Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> he, he looks
0: exactly like Damon, but right, with the meth in part of that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, I, not, not. The, I mean, it, it's so weird. He looks so much, but not like Matt yeah, Damon. Yeah, I mean,
3: he would play Matt Damon in a Matt Damon bio. I'm sorry, but yeah. You mentioned Jesse Plemons. Have you guys seen the preview to Game Night?
1: Yeah, yeah. That's it's have. funny.
3: I don't know. I don't know how to explain this if you haven't seen the preview, but I don't know what. Of course, you never know the context of a scene in a movie, but there is this scene where they go to this house where Jesse Plemons is, and it's like dark behind him, and he just says something to them, like really weird. It's like Jason Bateman's in it and a bunch of other people. It looks really funny, but uh, he just says something to him really odd and obscure, and then he just kind of backs into the darkness. Yeah, <laughs> he's like, I love pay, uh, yeah. playing games with people and doing things. Yeah, and as he's doing like, that, <laughs> like he's yeah. and, and then Jason Bateman's just kind of looking around, like, are we supposed to follow him? Yeah, but, but I so I don't I don't know what the context of that scene is, but but just based on that like preview, that might be my favorite scene in 2018. Yeah,
1: <laughs> <'Cause> mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, he's he is amazing though. Uh, the the premise is that this guy is the the head of a tech company or he he designed the code for their tech company and he has this fascination with the star trek type of show yeah it's like Um, space fleet yeah space fleet and (laughs) and he'll correct somebody when he does that right um and he he also created this infinity thing where you it's like virtual reality on steroids that he he does too and uh the uh christina Kristen miliotti christy uh christine millian christine millian yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. who was in how i uh, met your mother yep. and all that stuff Wolf of wall street god damn she comes in and just is is electric but the the main star of this thing to me is jimmy simpson oh yeah and jimmy oh, simpson jimmy Simpson's great. plays like jimmy the simpson. other partner he is a treasure he, well i don't know why he hasn't been bigger no, I think he's as big as he can be. He's he's a very character actor and everything. He but is. Like he's really there good was a period
0: in. there where he was in everything. Yeah, yeah,
1: yeah. Like he was he was
3: on. Uh, he'd be on every TV show. Like he'd pop up in an it's episode. It's always sunny.
0: He was. Yeah. I mean, it was like a million different things. House of Cards. He was in. Yeah. 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 He, pl-
3: he played a serial killer on Psych. <laughs> it was. I mean, Psych is more of a funny thing, but and it was funny, but it was also very creepy. <laughs> like mm-hmm. he was. He was. I was like, oh man, he could. He could play an awesome serial killer like in a straight movie. Oh yeah, totally. Yeah, but I
1: mean, in this like because of the Black Mirror context, like all bets are off. Like they can do anything in this universe, mm. and it's hilarious at times. Yeah, the ending is one of my favorite, like hilarious endings. Oh yeah, I've ever seen. Um, and and it's it's smart, and they can get away with all this terrible shit that they say. Like, uh, there's one point where <laughs> the the female character says, "Stealing my pussy." It's a fucking red line. Yeah,
0: yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah.
1: <laughs> Jimmy Simpson's like, we tried to bump our mounds together for a yeah, while, and yeah, it yeah, just yeah, didn't work. Yeah, yeah. Oh, my God. It's so fucking red. Even if you're not a fan of Black Mirror, which I am, but I just haven't found myself the yeah, time the to watch it like way. Jonathan. Uh, it's it's totally worth i watching. will
3: say if you want to get into it and you you are kind of you, you like to start stuff from the beginning i would really recommend not starting with the first episode because the first episode is what made me not want to watch it well for a yeah, yeah the yeah. first episode oh is God. uh
0: yeah is the uh, the prime minister who has to like either fuck a pig <laughs> Or the princess, or the uh, yeah, it's the princess. The princess dies if mm. she, somebody's going to get if killed. he doesn't oh, do god, this. god, that just and everything. So like the whole episode is like, is he going to do it? Yeah. Is he not? Oh my god, and I don't know what like, he can do. There's like yeah. a
3: shot of him entering a room, and you see the pig just standing there, and it is like one of the saddest shots, yeah. <laughs>
0: yeah, it really. Is. I have <laughs> ever <laughs> ever seen. I
3: was like, I do not like this. Yeah. Oh yeah. But then oh, you go watch the second episode, and the second episode is the one I highly recommend you starting with because that's the Daniel. To Klu- yeah, Klu- mm-hmm. Klu- episode, yeah. So, oh, that's that, a great one that's 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 amazing yeah.
1: So. yeah so anyway hard recommend what are some warnings that we would give to people
0: i'm gonna go ahead and get mine out of the way because i i don't i over this past week i don't think i've seen anything or and nothing really recently other than like i said last week pirates of the caribbean yeah <laughs> um i haven't really seen anything recently that i was just like man you guys cannot watch this like most of the movies i've watched i've either liked or like i've been like yeah it's okay mm-hmm. um but the worst thing i saw in this past week was the saturday night live that came on just before their break uh in 2017 so kevin hart was horrendous the, ho- the host on this it's terrible and i watched it and i was like So the first few are the ones where you get a gauge on whether this is a decent episode or not. And I was Mm -hmm. like, eh, it's kind of, eh. And then even the weekend update wasn't all that Mm -hmm. good after weekend update. Oh my God. (laughs) The skits were so horrendous. Really? And I, and I, I, this is one of those where I was like, I've got to see what the IMDB says about this particular episode. It's the lowest one of all the ones that have come out in the past year. Oh yeah. Yeah. It's like 5.9, which is really too high in my opinion. (laughs) Um, One thing I've got to say for Kevin Hart, though, is that guy goes into everything he does.
2: Oh, yeah. Just full on. It doesn't matter
0: how unfunny it is. I got to give it to him, man, because this is some stuff that he could have easily just said, fuck this, <laughs> and just like went his own way with it. But that episode may have been the worst thing I don't know I've how, seen on Saturday Night Live. I don't know how much time. of
3: this season you watch. This season has not been good.
0: Yeah, I've only watched an episode here and there.
3: I, I I See, I hate to be this, because I always get irritated when people would you use know, those people that would say, like, oh, Saturday Night Live hadn't been good for 20 years. Like, well, you haven't fucking watched it in 20 years. You don't know what you're talking about. Mm-hmm. But I feel like, I, and I am watching it. I mean, I, we DVR it, so we watch it every time there's a new episode but i found i fast forward more than i normally did weekend update's a great example i i mean colin jost and um michael Che, michael Che, they seem like nice guys and i'm sure they're but that's like one of my least favorite pairings Mm -hmm. on weekend update ever i think
1: they're rounding into form personally (sighs) i don't know i i
0: I like them generally
1: Hmm. this one
0: i'm I'm
3: not saying they're never funny no 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 yeah but
0: this, 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 I, I generally like them. I didn't, I just did, nothing in this episode was clicking. But the,
3: me. but he, and it might even, it might even be the weekend update, like the guests and stuff they have on there too. Like oh, that see, might not now be that, as funny. I have to forward through yeah, every one yeah. of
0: those. Those, those piss me off. We're not
3: getting like Stefan and stuff like that mm-hmm. you. Yeah. They had,
0: yeah. uh, this last one they had Omarosa, who of course, you know, Leslie Jones yeah. comes in and plays Omarosa. And like, there's nothing there. She's just playing, okay, you're Omarosa. I get it. Yeah. That's I don't,
3: it. I don't find the Trump stuff particularly funny. Mm -hmm. Um, Alec Baldwin does a perfectly fine job. I just just think it's really on the nose and it's really broad. Mm Mm-hmm. And it's just not as cutting as like I think back to like Will Ferrell doing George Bush and mm-hmm. and even you know what they did with Obama and um, he's already
1: a caricature. Yeah. yeah, maybe that's the problem. Maybe yeah. it's
3: like national. Maybe he's National Lampoon's loaded weapon one. It's like it's hard. <laughs> <Yeah>. It's it's, <laughs> nice. it's hard to make fun of funny things. Yeah. Like, you know, character, you know, goofy things. It's. And, uh, um,
0: yeah, I mean, it's. It's all. I mean, they. They. I don't know
3: what it, but it's just not. It working. was
0: funnier before he was president and everything, like the what he was doing, because everything there seemed seemed. But that's just know, usually their bread.
3: It's just usually their bread and butter, like mm-hmm. you know. And I just, it's it's amazing to me that I just, I I find I fast forward through that a lot, those opening sketches, because I just don't find them funny. Mm. You know, has nothing to do with the political. Preference. Well, and the don't one right funny. after
0: the weekend update was Kevin Hart and and Leslie Jones show up to some house and like Mm -hmm. and like she stands under mistletoe and she's like i'm standing here right now you gotta come up and kevin hart's like (laughs) like uh i I got i don't know if i can get up right now Blah 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 and then she ends up making him practice on a big huge teddy (laughs) bear or some shit and about oh this is a long skit. I was like, after he started kissing the bear, I was like, okay, done. I'm yeah. done with this. This, <laughs> Skip. this is not funny <laughs> and at there, all.
3: And there's talented people on there. I mean, Leslie Jones is, is mm-hmm. a very talented person. Kate McKinnon is yeah. excellent. Love I Kate mean, McKinnon. she's, you know, since Kristen Wiig, I don't know if there's been a better uh, female person on there um I don't, I don't know it's just not funny yeah <laughs> i don't know what i don't know what's going on i don't know mm-hmm. if they're just in a dry spell yeah you never it, know it, maybe the cast well, just doesn't clash well, even though you're really talented doesn't mean you clash well i don't
0: get ex- i mean here's this is something real superficial i don't get really excited about it anymore because you know the uh, it was don pardo who was the voice that mm-hmm. used to yeah. do the you know the the, the new guy now who announces the people who are on the show? Like even that, I'm not excited. To like it's you know, um, Daryl Hammond. Daryl yeah. yeah, yeah. I didn't even know that. Mm-hmm. And and uh, but yeah, he
1: doesn't have the like, weight.
0: Yeah, there. It. You need to have somebody like it's Saturday Night Live. And you see, know, you need he, to have that.
3: And there's an interesting thing because Daryl Hammond actually does a really good Trump.
0: hmm Oh yeah, so just have him. Fucking yeah, might it. as well. <laughs> yeah, but I think obviously so, know, <laughs> Alec was so know, grandfathered into it. But like, uh, but like not only is it just is it is it stuff like that but like when he's announcing some of these names and you see them you know it's like you know kyle mooney and kyle mooney's fine but you know like some of these names that they show up on there you're like
3: kyle mooney is kind of an andy kaufman though in a way to me like i i don't like his stuff is really interesting but mm-hmm. it doesn't i picked
0: the wrong person sorry no no no, some, no, uh, no 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 yeah. no no you're fine i'm sorry Yeah, there's other people on there that they announce the names to and you're like i'm not excited yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's kind of like when you see something from the uh 80s saturday night live yeah, yeah, yeah. and it's like maybe joe piscopo and then after <laughs> that it's like you know like People no. who never did anything again. <laughs> but what I'm trying to say,
3: but what I'm saying about Calm Moody is I I mean, I think he's a talented dude. I don't think his stuff gels with what they're doing on the show though. So mm-hmm. it is kinda odd. He does kind of feel out of place. Mm-hmm even, the, and I haven't seen Brigsby bear. I've heard, I've, I've been really wanting yeah, to see that lately that because I keep hearing stuff on these you know, people's top 10 list. Mm-hmm. That seems to be kind of one of the surprises that pops up on a lot of people's top 10 lists. Mm-hmm. But, uh, yeah, I don't know. SNL, but, it's yeah, just just, just
0: something as simple as that. Sometimes you're like, well, I'm not really excited about this. Yeah. Like there doesn't seem to be heavy hitters in this lineup. And I know that there's some in there that seem to be a little bit more talented than they're letting them be. Like, uh, I think, uh, what is her name? Is it Via Senor? What's her Melissa Via Senor? Is that her name? She was new last. Yeah, it's Melissa Via Senor. Oh, I know who you're talking about. Yeah, I've seen I've seen her do impressions. Like there's mm-hmm. a video of her doing impressions, and she's like spot on on hmm. a lot of these things. And they got they let her do it on a couple of uh, skits uh, last year and everything. She could be, she could easily go in and do, and be a star, I think, on that show, but they're not letting her for some reason. Hmm. Either she likes writing more than acting. Yeah. Or she just, they're just, I don't know what to do with her because we're, we're, you know, I mean, there's A.D. Bryant's doing fine and Kate McKinnon's doing fine, but you need to put in some, like, some new people every once in a while. Give them a chance to be stars. I agree. They're not really doing that with her. Maybe she's not as good as I think she is, but I, Everything I've seen of her, she's great and they're not giving her much to do.
3: What's your warn? My well, it's actually it's two movies. They but they they kind of go together. Um, I consider I mean, I think I'm a horror movie fan, but um over the last couple of years, which I think and as a horror movie fan, I, I agree with what all the other horror movie fans are saying. I think we're in kind of a, a golden age of horde there's a lot of interesting stuff out there there's a lot of dukes and it follows and the wailings, and there's all these the witch and there's whether you like them or not they're still interesting it's like all these different things it's not just the traditional you know boo scares and jump mm-hmm. scares and all that stuff and even on the big screen you've got stuff like the conjuring films and even like i said that new annabelle movie mm-hmm. somehow was like was borderline great mm-hmm. um but there's been a couple recently that i have heard a on a ton of like the horror movie podcast listen to i know modern horrors are fans of these movies and a few other ones i listen to and i i don't know if i'm becoming less of a horror fan or if i'm just an asshole but uh um, or both or both mm-hmm. but one of them is uh the babysitter have either one of you watched this yet it's Mm-mm. it's a netflix original have you heard of oh, it? oh
0: no wait a minute i may have seen this
3: It's the the satanic cult.
0: Yes, I have seen
3: this. (laughs) (laughs) So I I saw the preview to this and I was like, "Eh, okay, okay, that looks kind of fun. It's very like Evil Dead esque. It's it's really it's it's over the top gore and it's really goofy. And it's essentially this babysitter. For those who haven't seen it, there's a babysitter who's babysitting this kid for the weekend while his parents are out of town. Um, he's you know in love with her or whatever, and it's uh, she's actually played by uh, Samara Weaving, which is the best part of the movie.
0: Yeah, it's like uh, um, Hugo Weaving's niece.
3: Is it really? Oh, I, I didn't know. know that. She's amazing, though. She's also in three billboards. Yeah, yeah, she yeah. She played Penelope. Uh, she steals every scene she's in in that movie mm-hmm. too. Yeah, she's so good. She's also in a movie. I haven't seen it yet, but there's another movie out right now called Mayhem that's supposed to be really good. But anyway, so the babysitter, so so anyway, so they're and they're you know getting along or whatever, and then he goes to bed. And basically a friend of his says, you know, you never know what she does after you go to bed. So he decides to make himself stay up. And then when he sneaks down, he sees that she has a bunch of friends over and they're uh, playing truth or dare or spin the bottle, spin the yeah, bottle. Yeah, yeah. And then um, they end up brutally murdering <laughs> one of the dudes. And um, and I mean, I mean, I mean, brutal. Like I have never I haven't seen this much blood since probably Evil Dead yeah. just going everywhere. <laughs> And um, and then from there, it kind of becomes that he finds out that they're into some kind of cult thing and they're trying to keep themselves young or something. I don't know. It's not really a, it's not really a twist. So I don't think I'm giving anything away. But
0: it's- I will say I will say this. And I don't <laughs> I did not know that's where it was going. Oh, at I'm all. sorry. Um, like <laughs> I watched this completely without yeah. knowing anything about it. I saw babysitter. I saw a hot yeah. girl. I said
3: it is, it is in the trailer. So, I, I, mean, I yeah. didn't watch. the I didn't, trailer. Know, I know what I'm yeah. saying, but I, that's why I, did, I didn't feel like I was giving anything away. And, it is in the and I said,
0: uh, "Okay, I'm going to watch this." <laughs> and uh, and uh, so so, did you not even know it was a
3: horror movie? No,
0: oh. <laughs> no, uh, no. I think I uh, know. I think Netflix does yeah. say that yeah, it's that a it, horror it movie. Does, yeah. Um. So I was like, okay, I'm going to watch this. I, I see hot girl. It's horror. I'm going to watch it. And, and so like, yeah, I, I watched it and I did not know that was where it was headed. Now. Yeah. Trailer. If you saw a trailer, yeah. then I, I guess, and, you
3: know, and it's, it doesn't take itself seriously. It's, it's over. It's one of those movies that people are going to say, well, you're being a dick because it's over the top on purpose. And I, I think that's like the worst excuse ever. Cause a movie still has to work like within its universe. Mm-hmm. And this movie just, for me, it just got completely out of hand. I didn't think it was funny. I will say I I did hear that the script originally it's it was a pretty hot script. Um, mm. I know, I know a guy on a podcast that works for Blumhouse said that he was trying to purchase it and then found out it had already been picked up. Mm. Um, but I don't know, and so maybe the script changed because I will say McG directed it. Yeah.
1: Oh,
3: and right. yeah, mm-hmm. and it it's very McG. <laughs> uh, it's, uh, if Charlie's Angels was mm-hmm. Evil Dead 2, mm-hmm. I think you would have <laughs> the babysitter. So I don't know. Right. I just I, I had zero fun with this. I thought it was a drag. I, I mean, I don't know if it's really a warrant against, but I'm just I'm kind of I'm kind of uh, if you're not a if you're not really, really into horror movies, but you keep thinking this is one you might want to try out because you see all these people saying, no, no, this is a good one trying to temper your expectations a little bit the other one which I was really sad about because I was really excited to watch was uh, and I know Jacob and Luke both um, they um, they recommended this when they were on the horror episode recently mm-hmm. um, and it's called better watch out have you seen better watch mm-hmm. out yet no so I was really excited about this because um, it just looked like uh, I like home invasion movies um, I, which is weird because I think that's like my biggest fear in life maybe that's why I like to watch them because it scares the shit out of me mm-hmm. um, and I heard this was a home invasion movie with a twist. And that's exactly what it is. And um, the twist came. And this is where I think you're either going to love it or you're going to hate it. And for some reason, everybody except me seems to love it. But when that twist hit, I I completely got off board. This is another babysitter movie. This is a babysitter Mm -hmm. movie. That's right. It's a a babysitter taking care of a kid around Christmas. And um, shit starts going down. And uh, you think that, you know, there's some kind of home invasion thing going. There might be some people outside. You're not really sure and then about 20 i mean it's pretty quick in it's like 15 or 20 minutes oh wow um you're going where you're going and uh two of the people in it the the main girl is uh was the main girl on the visit yeah 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 and then her brother in the visit plays one of the side characters the 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 rapper from the visit and um right. all the acting <laughs> is fine in this um it's very well made Mm -hmm. Um, But all I can say about the twist and it's not the movie is disturbing in a way, but it's not like I'm not it's not like uh, there are there is some gore and stuff, but that's not what I'm talking about. But it's just the way they handle the twist. What happens? What where this movie goes to me just left me very uh, icky. Mm -hmm. And um, I was not having fun. Mm -hmm. I I was I was on board for about 20 minutes and then all of a sudden I was completely off board. I was not having fun. I wanted to take a shower. Yep. Um, I wanted to have nothing to do with this, this movie. This is one of those warnings that make yeah. me want to see it. But I mean, but, but, but I know, I know, and you should see it. I'm really curious what you think. And I and I think I mean I, I I'm I'm really curious what you think. And it's not like I'm, I'm making this all of a sudden sound like it's like Last House on the Left or something. It's nothing. <laughs> it's nothing like that. But I can't explain what I found so icky about it without giving away the twist. You know. Yeah. And I think I think most people are just going to be like, you're you're weird. Like, why mm. does this bother you? But it's just I don't know. The the movie goes places. I was not in the mood for. I, I, I kind of just wanted it to be a traditional home invasion flick once it went there. But I give it credit for doing something different. I will say, though, Patrick Warburton and Virginia Madsen play the, the kid's parents, the kid that's getting babysat. And there is this just... I thought I was going to love this movie because there is this great scene towards the beginning where they're about to go to a Christmas party. And Patrick Warburton walks down. He's carrying this box of ornaments. We never... And I, this is what I love about movies. I love when movies do this. We never see the ornaments. Mm-hmm. But we know... There's something about them that Virginia Mattson finds very Mm off-putting. And he's like, and she's like, you are not putting those anywhere near the tree. And he's like, oh, yes, I am. And he starts camera. And then she just turns to him and she's like, are you sure that you never fucked a guy? Like, are you positive? Like, there wasn't a random college night where you just sucked a guy's dick. And. And it's just it's it's just brilliant. It's just it's just it's just so funny. And and I wanted the movie to be about them. Mm-hmm. You know, I was like can we just go back to them? Can we see what they're doing at the parties? Yeah, yeah,
1: yeah. <laughs> but uh all right. Uh, I also have a Patrick Warburton movie. Oh, Ooh. interesting. B movie. Ah. Meme all you want to people. That's this not a good movie, movie is fucking terrible. Because
0: that's what I think of when I think of B-movie. It's a Patrick Warburton vehicle.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, I didn't even remember him being in it. Yeah, he's in it. He's in it for sure. matter of fact, a lot of the old Seinfeld, uh, Michael Richards has a voice, a cameo basically in it. Mm. Um, Talk about creep. Yeah, exactly. I saw this back in 2007 and I remember... Really not liking it. I mm-hmm. uh, didn't remember a whole lot about it, but then it got so much, pardon the pun, buzz, right? Uh, for like just the whole you like jazz type of thing, and like the the memes on there and everything. And what was the meme again? It's some sort of copy pasta thing. Don't ask me what that means, mm-hmm. but it's 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 shit posting. It's all these like these yeah these I didn't terms know what that was that either. I that I I'm still trying to figure out. Uh, but it's basically shitposting, like if you if you're trying to make somebody feel bad about reading this or okay. that kind of thing, and that's what this is used for. It, it's almost like a rickroll type of situation. Mm-hmm. Um, oh, so gotcha. yeah, uh, it's, wife and I uh, love the rickrolls. Yeah, exactly. Mm-hmm. So we were. Uh, I went through it and watched it, and it was even worse than I remember it being. Oh yeah, um, it is completely nonsensical. <laughs> Much the like Seinfeld most DreamWorks stuff. movies. Well, yeah, exactly. But it's Seinfeld. And you think Seinfeld, Matthew Broderick, there's a lot of vocal talent like involved in this and there's i love seinfeld i watch
0: seinfeld all the time what it was being sold as was this seinfeld's like first big project after seinfeld Mm -hmm. steven spielberg's behind this Mm -hmm. this is this is the meeting of seinfeld and spielberg together at last blah 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 yeah like we've been dying for that but (laughs) like but like it's these two heavy hitters in hollywood (laughs) rich uh, people getting together making a movie rich people so yo like they uh yeah so when that was announced i was like oh but then when you see that it was called b movie Mm -hmm. uh, i i was uh, instantly just like this cannot be this is
3: not going to be good. I
0: I saw it in theaters. I and knew it. When did, it wasn't when, very did
3: good. when did like Kung Fu Panda and How to Train Your Dragon come out? Because wasn't this around kind of where DreamWorks was actually doing pretty yeah, well? Kung
0: Fu Panda came out in uh, I think 2006, So it was a
3: little well, and then they had the Shrek
1: stuff
0: too.
3: Well, I mean the Shrek stuff was popular, but I'm talking like you know critically mm. appraised films. I mean Kung Fu yeah, Panda and How Fu to Panda Train Panda Your was two thousand eight. Yeah, and
0: um, How to Train Your Dragon was I think two thousand nine. 2010. yeah 2010 so i mean
3: there i mean there was reason to be a little positive that maybe they're just going in a different direction they're mm-hmm. going to do something different to differ themselves with Disney. and it feels like every fucking bland animated movie it's even stupider but seen, b movie did it would move. fit right in with 2017 b movie movies. did
0: come out before those two movies it did and, it did and, and and this was still at an era where they were doing shark Tale. And, oh god uh, <laughs> you know the shrek movies started getting progressively worse uh you know the, the these were i mean this wasn't an arrow i thought kung fu panda was finally like oh they this is what they can do so good it holds you, up too yeah oh, it's so good. yeah absolutely
1: but yeah avoid it at all costs but you can watch the cinema sins video that just came out that's right uh last yeah i was i was
3: surprised shameful
1: plug i remember when
3: uh christen's a schedule out and that was on there and he said you know barrett talked me into it and i was asking barrett about it and barrett's like oh yeah we get that recommended all the time i was like b movie every video at least one no idea well it's
0: like uh when we first launched the channel we got tons because this was 2012 we got a ton of requests for ted and i was like (laughs) ted (laughs) interesting like we we have done comedies and we've probably done really crazy comedies maybe crazier than even ted is but uh at the time i was just (laughs) like man that what are we gonna pick at on that? It's just. It, I mean, you, ever,
3: you ever get any recommendations for Digstown? Is that a big one? Oh yeah, yeah. Digstown. So we're for gonna sure. do that one, okay? Absolutely, Diggstown. yeah. Raising
0: cane. and and, and uh, that one that Gladiator that before the Russell Crowe.
3: <laughs> yeah, gladiator. Yeah. We get that. Oh too. Yeah, 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 with uh, the dude from Few Good Men. Right, right, right. Yeah. <laughs> we get hey, that how yeah Hal. They're, they're like they're like they're like gladiator
0: they're like it was, gladiator. it was
3: that dude it was the different twin peaks and yeah
0: yeah yeah i know like you're talking james about james marshall yeah uh, it, yeah it's like gladiator the 1992 version yeah, not the right. 2000, the inferior 2000
3: marshall gooding dennehy
1: <laughs> well there was also i am legend right that was a that was a big requested video yeah that, that, that was that for a really while
0: really i mean now that was a big hit though so mm. it, it was understandable that that one um but uh yeah we would get like some really just yeah some strange um requests but ted was a big one like yeah. they, we still haven't done ted
1: and i don't know if we ever will but... when they do ted 3 We'll uh, tentpole that. We'll try. We'll try.
3: <laughs> uh, Com- comedies are hard. I mean, they, they you're are. You're making very... fun of a comedy. That's hard. Yeah, That's not very easy. hard to do.
0: I mean, if it has enough like drama and action stuff in it, you can kind of do it. But Ted and you can't even do
3: you can't even do the whole thing about like oh the bear's alive. Oh, right. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Why is this bear
1: talking yeah. right now?
0: So he makes a wish, and the and the
1: bear comes alive. That's <laughs> bullshit. <laughs> <laughs> you want to do fantasy casting? Yeah. I do want to do fantasy. <laughs>
2: See.
1: No stars.
3: No stars. I want Bruce Willis. Not Bruce Willis. No Schwarzenegger. Julia Roberts. This is bad. Bad for movie stars everywhere. I've never gotten okay. to do fantasy casting.
1: This is very. This is very interesting to me because uh, we came up with this idea to do this on a regular basis uh, a couple of weeks ago, and before we released the last episode, somebody emailed us and said. Boy, I really wish you guys would do a recasting of Fargo. Now, Fargo is a good idea for many reasons. First of all, it's been out for a while. Mm-hmm. We all love it. Of course, they did the TV show and everything. But He probably right- meant
3: the TV show, and he's going to be like,
1: fuck you guys. Yeah, exactly. You know the movie. We are right in the middle of the fucking bomb vortex thing. What is it called? Bomb
0: cycle? Well, no, bomb. Oh, my God. What the fuck was that called? It's cyclone. Something. it's cyclone. The, it's bomb right? It's cyclone, the right? coldest
1: fucking thing ever. Yeah. And we're right in the middle of it. It's cold as shit outside, even in Nashville, Tennessee. It's snowing in Charleston. Dogs what, and cats living know, together. You know what's
0: funny? Did, did I not say this when it was 60 degrees outside? Uh huh. I told you. I said right now it's 60. Nobody's saying a goddamn word about the weather right now. Yep. And I guarantee you, as soon as it turns cold, we're gonna get everybody coming out of the woodwork saying that climate change isn't real. Yep. Because it's cold. Yep. And as sure as fuck what <laughs> happened. Yes. Yeah,
3: it's cold in January. What's wrong with people? Yeah. What's, that's weird. Exactly.
0: So weird. But like it's, it, it's, it's, and it's a more extreme cold, but that doesn't really matter to yep. a lot of people. Anyway, 60 degrees in fucking December. Yep. And like, I was like, there's not a peep from anybody right now you watch though As soon as it's fucking cold everybody's gonna come <laughs> well, out with like, so no no climate
1: change no global warming yep.
3: it's snowing in tallahassee that's like right all those pictures
1: mm, yeah yeah so how about we recast fargo yeah
3: i mean that is a pretty perfectly cast okay numb, so but we can screw with it a so little bit i i recasted episode four season two that's what we're like very nice very <laughs> go nice. for it oh am go I go going it. first yeah. so i really i really i'm doing the 1996 original movie. yes yes <laughs> And this is going to be the 2008 version. So, OK, so I guess we got to start with Marge because, uh, you know, she's the big one. And that's a hard one. I, mm-hmm. I don't know. I mean, that's that's an iconic role. Like, that's just like you can't picture anybody else playing that role other than Francis McDormand. So I just went with a great actress. I wasn't even thinking about, like, accent or anything like that. So I just went with Jessica Chastain. Mm-hmm. I watch her in um, anything. I love I I think honestly and I I I can't wait to see Molly's game. Um I'm hopefully going to see that this weekend. Um I don't know if there's a current actress that I'm more excited to see like that I will just go watch in anything. Right. And it might even be just actor. Mm-hmm. Like uh, right she's just top of my list right now. Yeah. I, I don't and I don't even know She's just so fucking charming mm-hmm. and she's also like can be badass mm-hmm. and uh if you watch something like The Help, you know, she plays that kind of character very well, that kind of ditzy but but also has something going on, you know, behind there. Um so I just I just think she'd just be a great actress. She's, I just think perfect. she would knock she it would, out. It would be a completely different take.
0: It would be a different take, and we would be we would be on board with it, and mm-hmm. and we would recognize Francis McDormand as the one who originated that role. Jessica Chastain would be just like uh, maybe not Heath Ledger's Joker to Jack Nicholson's mm-hmm. Joker or anything like that, but you know it would be a, a another
3: take that up. we'd love.
1: Definitely, definitely.
3: All right, Jerry Lundegaard, uh-huh. uh, which is also Mr. Somebody I don't know that I could picture. Anybody other than William H. Mates. We're going to have a really hard time. with this yeah. movie. So I went completely off. I mean, I still think this is somebody that would give a very similar performance, but I went with Daniel Kaluuya. Yeah. I think he would be great at that. Just kind of like the the I don't know if it's frantic, I guess, would be the way to put it. But we're the part where Macy's scheming. But he's not good at scheming. Mm -hmm. You know, it's that kind of thing. So he's just grasping at straws and whatever. Because, I mean, mean, the scene with him and Francis McDormand, every time I see it, the scene in the office, every time I see that scene, I just take something new away from it. But Mm -hmm. them just acting off each other um, is just it's just one of the greatest scenes ever in a movie. And uh, I think Kaluuya, is it Kaluuya? Did mm-hmm. I say that right? I think he could definitely tackle that kind of role very mm-hmm. well. Do a lot check right now. It's a little bit of a younger And I don't think, I don't think anybody yeah. would be comparing the two either. So I think that would be good. You get somebody a little different. Um, Carl Showalter, uh, which was uh, Steve Buscemi. Yep. Um, I I don't know why. The first thing that popped in my head, I just went with it, was Channing Tatum. Hmm. <laughs> um, Interesting.
1: Hmm.
0: now that I, would change I, the dynamic of like uh you know him being funny
1: looking it's and real all funny that. looking you know yeah, yeah but, now that's true <laughs> yeah, but and, you don't need it, that
3: but it was the first thing that popped in my head and i just went with it i don't know if it's because i just saw logan lucky um but i don't know so i, I guess i'm sticking with him but Ch- and Channing tatum's <laughs> a good actor He's yeah, like yeah, totally. this, you-
0: this is definitely younger fargo mm-hmm. okay.
3: well until now uh guy is it guy air i don't even remember how you pronounce his name i don't know yeah. it's yeah. peter Stormare's character i don't even peter know if that's <laughs> ever peter Stormare's <laughs> character it's even which, said in the movie which no. i almost I just wanted so. to say put peter Stormare back in right but, uh, i went with michael shannon oh
1: he's, no, he's that's perfect. Good. yeah michael yeah, shannon yeah.
3: um just because he scares the shit out of me yeah like, <laughs> i like i i haven't watched it yet because i'm sure it's the god awful movie but he's got that movie i think it's on netflix now it's like called pottersville or something no, i have no idea it, it's like this i don't I've heard like crazy stuff about it. It's supposed to be God awful, but it's like this Christmassy feel good movie. And it's like this amazing cast. It looks like a lifetime movie, but it's like this amazing cast. And Michael Shannon is like at the center of it, like of a Christmas movie, mm-hmm. which sounds like the most terrifying fucking thing <laughs> yeah. I have ever seen in my life. So Michael Shannon, I don't think anything needs to be said there. It's just, that would be perfect. Uh, Gene Lundergard, which this would be an odd marriage pairing. would be a lot of fun. I want Judy Greer. Um, okay. I think yeah. Judy Greer would just nail that. Mm-hmm. Um, the, um... And you don't have a lot to work with Dan- that character. And Daniel might like an older woman. You don't know. Yeah. And yeah. I, I love me some Judy Greer. Yeah, Judy's th- awesome. I think every movie could use Judy Greer. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. Um,
0: well, in fact, Jurassic World could have used more Judy. Greer. Oh, for sure. <laughs> but I'm, just,
3: but I'm just picturing her like the scenes where uh where Jean is trying to get away from them and like kicks them and you know she's got the they put the you know the pillowcase mm-hmm. over or whatever. I just picture all that. I don't. That feels very Judy Greer. Like yeah. Judy Greer could totally handle
0: Un-Gwent. that.
3: Unguent. <laughs> I need Unguent. Gustafson Gustafson or whatever if if Barrett sticks with his Gustafson Gustafson Gustafson. you took mine if you stick with yours Uh, that's I'm just saying that's who I would have picked Uh Uh, so my so I went with Liam Neeson okay Um, (laughs) he's wanting to get away from these you know old man action movies Mm -hmm. and uh, the commuter supposedly his last one so I could see him (laughs) doing something a little smaller a little fun just getting to you know yell at um, you know Daniel for an hour and a half yeah Uh, Norm Gunderson Gotta be honest, I John Carroll Lynch is having kind of a renaissance right now. John Carroll Lynch played. Yeah, he was in Norm uh, Gunderson. He was in American Horror Story mm-hmm. as the clown. He was. Uh, he was recently in uh, a show that I like that I almost put on my recommends uh, called Channel Zero. Mm-hmm. Um, he was in The Founder. Uh, he was in a great horror movie from a couple years ago, The Initiation. That's a great. That's a so
1: the invitation.
3: The Imitation. Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. It is The Imitation. Mm-hmm. The Initiation is an early 80s slasher film <laughs> with Daphne Zuniga. <laughs> yeah. The, the, the completely I, imita- different movie.
0: <laughs> I, I really like The Imitation. I really like that. Movie. I love that movie. Yeah. So
3: I really, but, I, but I thought that was kind of a cheat. But what's weird, and I didn't even think of it in this context, I went with Nick Offerman. Mm. Now, Nick Offerman and Jessica Chastain, fun couple, right? Yeah. But uh, I thought he could kind of play that, oh, you got Arby's on you or whatever. Yeah, <laughs> I thought yeah, he yeah, could yeah. kind of play that role really well. But what's weird, Nick Offerman and John Carroll Lynch, brothers in the founder. Ooh. But right. didn't think Ooh. about that till after the fact. Yeah. So maybe that's I don't know. They don't look alike. I so love I don't a relationship know. in Fargo. Yeah, it's, it's great as so well. it's so and I and I would like I would actually and maybe maybe that would make it maybe you don't need to do this, but I would almost want more of that if they did do like some kind of reboot mm. or remake or put them on the show cuz i just don't think there's enough of it but maybe that's why it works there's no, so I'm they're so to respectful of each yeah. other. There's oh no God. arguments or <laughs> anything
0: it's like you know it's like uh he's like uh yeah they they uh they uh what well, they announced it yeah yeah he's like <laughs> You're Mallard? He's like, <laughs> it's on the three cents. It's just the three cents.
3: <laughs> and then I went ahead and decided to cast Lou as well, uh, Marge's uh, partner or whatever. Ah. So, um, and I just, I, this is also just an acting thing. I just love this guy. I want to see him in more stuff. Titus Welliver. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, Bosch oh, yeah. is one of my favorite current shows. And Titus Welliver is just, yeah, he's, he's just t- a great a actor. And car. he would nail, he's, he's a good, I mean, obviously with Bosch, maybe that's a little too predictable, but he's very good at playing a cop. Mm hmm and uh so just would love to see him and
1: a an island demon that's true and that's an right. island mm-hmm. and an island
3: demon <laughs> yeah um it's good lost reference ten yes, years later no. indeed
0: uh, we we can't uh, we we can't resist <laughs> on a fucking roll doing <laughs> fucking lost the past few weeks
3: friend of the show
0: <laughs> yeah lost. friend of the yeah. show lost yeah. damon lindelof not so much mm-hmm. <laughs> um so uh I have for Marge Gunderson, I have Kristen Wig. Yeah, yeah, man. Uh I I I, of all the people that I could think of playing this this role after Francis McDormand, I was like, okay, Kristen Wig is has got that, I don't know, that she can do she's she's known for comedy, but she's done a lot of good dramas that I don't think people realize. And everything. But she can do I think she can do this Marge really well. You know
1: what she would this would do would be to rein her in a little bit. When she's reined in mm-hmm. and she's not doing the target lady and oh the my gilly God, and all yeah. that shit, it's like you don't have to stutter stammer through everything. The, have you seen The
3: Skeleton Twins mm-hmm. with Bill yeah, Hader? That's yeah. a great example. I, and that's it's not a great movie. It's a good movie. It's not a great movie, but uh she's really good in yeah, so that. both, a, they both uh, are. She yeah. yeah. and Bill Hader. Oh right? yeah, Bill Hader, yeah. Excellent.
0: Um but uh so yeah, I think she can do this. Uh for Jerry Lundegaard, I have Brian Cranston.
3: Love it uh
0: (laughs) nice i think i think of all the people in this this would be a good now you know it'll be sort of a it's sort of an opposite of what he played in breaking bad where he he seemed to have the he seemed to have the answer for everything in breaking Mm -hmm. bad and this one it's opposite he doesn't have the answers and everything and we saw him do that like that that play that role in breaking bad where he's like lying to his family and he's all like well you know i I had this stuff in the oven and uh, you know all this stuff happened and well, you know it's bullshit like i could see him there's bul- rot yeah exactly. there's <laughs> rot yeah i can see him doing all this bullshit like that but being bad at it this time maybe yeah. would be a good wade too yeah yeah yeah, yeah for sure um, either way i originally thought maybe possibly richard jenkins for this role uh, um, yeah. but i, I kind of like cranston better in here because jenkins at this point i I think, has kind of, like, uh, cozied himself up into this one particular type of character at this point. Uh, And so, like, even in The Shape of Water where he's playing, I mean, it's a little bit different, but it's still Richard Jenkins. Richard
3: Jenkins is unreal. He just, it's, I forget about him Mm -hmm. because it's just, it's just, there's no effort. He's just... He's just good. Yeah. I oh mean, yeah. Other actors must be pissed off at him because <laughs> yeah. like, you make this look way too easy. Yeah, he
0: it? he does. He's re- he looks
3: like just like somebody you'd meet at a cafe and you just start talking to. Oh yeah. Yeah. I mean, a um, guy.
0: for Carl Showalter, who's the Steve Buscemi role, I have Norman Reedus uh, calling back to what we did <laughs> nice. last week. Norman Reedus definitely That's a much better picked than me. Definitely could uh, call him funny looking if uh, if they wanted to. I like that pick a lot. Uh, I do too. I think he would play that really well. Um. Uh, for for the um Peter Stormare role, which I'm not even going to bother trying to get this <laughs> character. Gaier, Gaier, Gearmerud. Do they even
3: really say it in the movie? I was I, trying to I remember. I swear to God, they never say it. It was on Barrett's agenda, and I'm like, is that his name? Yeah, I think that's, that's what that's they show. To that's what they show
0: is credited, but like, I don't think. And if they do say it, it's like in real quick passing. Yeah, yeah. Uh, but I'm gonna have David Harbor from Stranger Things. Love that. uh, oh, that's love great. That pick. And, yeah, so he's gonna. Be, yeah, you you're you, at this point now. When you think of big imposing characters, you're thinking Michael Shannon. You're thinking mm-hmm. David Harbor at this point. He's gonna be Hellboy. Yes, he is. Yeah, he's gonna be Hellboy. Yeah. That. Um, for Gene Lundegard, which of course that wasn't a big role or anything. Uh, but uh, probably have a a little bit bigger actress playing in my remake than they did in the movie. Like I look back on the the actress who played gene in the original and she doesn't even have a picture on imdb
2: oh really oh yeah that's right yeah
0: she doesn't even have a picture um but i'm gonna put leslie bibb here she's oh nice uh you know she's obviously really cute but she i think she could play like um she can she's still not big enough that she needs to have a huge role i get
3: get her that's will ferrell's wife and in uh, talon yeah i get her confused with somebody else. she's an iron man the reporter great yeah Yeah, i like her a lot
0: yeah i really like leslie bibb and i think she could play this pretty well and this isn't a huge role or anything but you know i think she could play it um wade Gustafson. i'm gonna have harrison ford Whoa mm. Nice. You're talking about somebody at this point in his career that's always just seems surly. He is pissed and off gruff. Man. Yeah. And yeah. I love Harvey Presnell in the original hits. He's oh, a perfect man, yeah. freaking you know has a perfect casting. But uh, now, yeah, you think about Harrison Ford, you know, it like, you know, doing that role. I think he would do that, mm-hmm. especially like uh, the parking lot scene, like no gene, no money, <laughs> <Yeah>. uh, <laughs> no gene, no money, yeah. <laughs> no tickets. Um, and for Norm Gunderson, I have Henry Thomas let's bring him back cool henry thomas et henry, e. thomas. henry thomas yeah man
3: oh what's he been in recently i he, don't know i feel like i've seen him recently and i don't remember where though so yeah. bring
1: his ass back yeah bring
0: that's him, an
3: inspired choice right? bring there. him
0: back i was trying to think of somebody who's around the age of kristen wig he's a little bit like three years older mm-hmm. um I, I think um and what is his name the guy who did the original the original norm
1: oh uh john Carroll. john carroll john yeah. Litt, sorry yeah
0: i believe he was only in his 30s when he did oh really that, he's is, just kind of got that evergreen yeah old yeah, look. yeah yeah uh but
3: uh but he yeah. looks the exact same now he does yeah, right? yeah.
0: <laughs> um but uh, i was thinking i was like who would be with Kristen wig like it's hard to put like a lot of real like super like like leading men there. Of course you can't do that with this role because it's a smaller role. Mm-hmm. So it's got to be somebody who can fit that smaller role, somebody who can you can be realistically. And I to be honest, you know, when we do exercises like this, I want to be able to say a name that people know what I'm talking about. Mm-hmm. So if I come up with some name, like some really obscure
3: character yeah. actor,
0: you're gonna be like, Oh yeah, it's great. Yeah.
3: So Yeah, he uh, was awesome standing over there in the corner. <laughs> yeah. So that's that's a that's
0: a minor flaw when we do yeah, these Hail castings Caesar. because we always have to come up with I think people that really recognizable. Really yeah. recognizable. That was a Well cast- that's like
3: you had Bradley Cooper playing somebody really small and diehard, I yes. think. I don't remember who it was. But. Yeah, and uh
0: and and uh well, we did one where i think it was the star wars where i had uh, a recasting of star wars where i had the all black cast mm-hmm. and i was coming up with all these actors and i was like you've heard of them right and you're like nope <laughs> yeah. and i was like oh goo and bath are raw man yeah, you gotta yeah, know yeah. who i'm talking yeah, about yeah. uh but uh yeah um that's the only other thing about this sometimes you're like god well this is such a small role yeah, who i yeah. put in there and you know who i'm talking about
1: but you know? you're also exposing people to you know, some lesser known actors, too, when we mm-hmm. do these. So, yeah, it's a, a little bit of both. Yeah. All right. I've got some, some odd picks in here, but I think it could all work. I've thought through this a lot. For Marge Gunderson, I think Margot Robbie can mm-hmm. can pull this off. Mm-hmm. Uh, I haven't seen I Tanya yet. Uh, is that it, it? Is here right? Uh, it's on. Uh, it opens Friday. Yeah, uh, yeah. I, yeah, I was about to say is like it's in the next week or so. Well, what Margot Robbie's shown is a she's like Australian or something like yeah. that, right? But she can pull off a motherfucking accent. Mm-hmm. Wolf of Wall Street. Yeah, There's mm-hmm. the stuff in I that I've like seen? She sounds like she's
0: straight from New York. Yeah, and, exactly. Wolf of Wall Street.
1: Even in Suicide Squad, when she's kind of all over the place, like she committed to that role um and i think i think she's a much better actress than we initially gave her credit for no see she's so you know gorgeous.
0: what you know what it, it i there is one of these recordings in these podcasts i have said that i think she's a good actress uh-huh. she's great um and and yes it is tough to a lot of times because you 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 feel like she is being cast as that hot girl even mm-hmm. in wolf of wall street oh yeah you know she's being cast as that hot girl or whatever
3: but what's different is i mean there's a bunch of beautiful women but she i mean she takes over that movie i mean that, yeah. that's the difference and i you can tell she's a good actress in that you can but tell she's a star where
0: i thought that she really truly broke herself away from that wolf of wall street that initial uh you know that initial i guess impression of her uh it was in a movie like that wasn't very good it's whiskey tango foxtrot i could oh, i was yeah, yeah. to remember the name of that yeah. movie. and no she is good enough. and i saw that and i believe right after i saw that that's when i said i think that she's actually good mm-hmm. like it's it, it, it is very hard like right at the beginning you're like yeah she's just eye candy I yeah guess. Yep. And she does that eye candy thing well in Wolf of Wall Street. But then you go back and watch Wolf of Wall Street, and you're like, oh, okay. Yeah, man. I'm, I'm Now I'm over all the her, her being she's, hot she's good and, well, <laughs> even,
3: even something like Focus, where, I mean, even Will Smith's got that larger-than-life persona, and mm-hmm. she totally steals that movie from him.
1: Yeah, I still need to see that.
3: It's not bad. Yeah. Mm-hmm.
1: All right, for Jerry Lundegaard, I'm going with uh, Sam Rockwell. Yeah, I like That's it. a good one. Sam yeah. Rockwell. Oh, God damn, he's a good actor. Yes, he is. I mean he's I every time he's in a movie, I, I love his performance. Mm-hmm. I don't know if I've I've seen anything that I, a choke was kinda weird,
3: I guess. But like yeah. he you might know, he might win an Oscar this year.
1: Yeah. Three billboards. Yeah. yeah. Um he's terrific and he could definitely pull off that like exasperated Jerry Lundegaard, you know, I'll go do a lat
3: check right now. Yeah. Do Do, do I have <laughs> a last name? You don't know. <laughs> do I? <laughs> <not? laughs> <laughs> <laughs> All right, so here's Ah what the Christ.
1: Here's where <laughs> 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 it's g wait it's gene it's gene oh my god oh i don't Jean. know what to do
2: it's gene <laughs>
1: don't know what to do um so for carl showalter this is where things get weird so Bashemi's character i'm going with john boyega okay all right uh now obviously he's known mostly as finn now right uh from star wars he's not funny looking he's n- well he's not funny looking that's true but he was uh in attack the block he might like be better he- looking than
3: channing tatum Oh, mm. maybe so maybe mm. so
1: but in attack the block he was really really good oh, and he was so completely good. different from that that yeah. character uh i haven't seen a whole lot of what he's been in but i think he's shown a lot more range which also than has just that.
0: uh the new doctor who in it uh jody wicker oh is that he's, her? he's really yeah. good in
3: detroit too
0: yeah. i still need to see that i got that the other day so nice I mean,
1: yeah i really want to see that too it's good it doesn't, but i think he could good. pull it off now here's a real wild card for the peter stormier character i'm going with bill Hader. Okay. Uh, I actually thought about Bill Hader for Jerry Lundegaard, but I think he's good here mm. because he has such a fucking range. You go back and watch those Saturday Night Live skits where he's the old reporter and everything. Yeah, you look at the Herb, whatever his name, and yeah, yeah, and you look at the stuff in documentary now where yeah. he's just so malleable. God, I love him. He that? could. I think he could stay still and have that same sort of intimidating posture as peter stormier does and mm-hmm. i would love to see him play a nearly silent performance i think he says like three things in the entire movie he yeah. can do the 2020 um, guy the, hmm? yeah well, oh no girl. just
0: just from the the part in super bad alone where like the you know the the dude in the party spits on him and he turns around and looks at that guy and oh, just yeah. goes over and hits him with the club <laughs>
1: like you could see yeah, you can yeah, see yeah. that in him you know i think he could totally pull it off uh with Gene uh, Lundegard, um i'm going with kate mckinnon yeah, yeah? it's a small role mm-hmm. but she could definitely like own that shit mm-hmm. um and i want to watch her in more stuff mm-hmm. uh for wade gustafson gustafson wade gustafson yeah, this is wade gustafson everybody's got a weird name <laughs> Lundegard gunderson gustafson exactly i'm going with jk simmons man. love
3: it love it do you love
1: think it. they're almost
0: yeah i like jk simmons a lot mm. i'm sorry to interject but it's it, with gunderson and gustafson being so close together do you think that they're like making a weird incest joke there with like william h macy's character and you know i don't know man like, like all it,
1: these uh, like they're so close yeah together. all these uh these midwestern names are i guess Polish, German, whatever, mm. and uh, they all kind of sound like, like this type Maybe of... Maybe yeah. they
3: knew so. CinemaSens was coming, and they were like, good luck sending these names, assholes. Yeah, and exactly, they Gustafson. <laughs> they did. I'm going to pick up on Gustafson.
1: um For Norm, I'm going with the classic husband character actor john c Riley. yeah yeah
3: that's perfect i
1: mean come mm-hmm. on he could pull that shit off and yeah. he's gonna be married to margot robbie but he was married to I have nick offerman and, and jessica uh, chastain yeah, so i don't go. think yeah. that's any weirder yeah by the way i did watch that nick offerman special where he drinks whiskey he yeah, told me the about fireplace. that on i think season. i've seen that <laughs> we watched all 45 minutes of oh yeah over christmas for whatever reason uh and then for lou I'm gonna go with a female partner uh, for Marge, and it's Tracy Ellis Ross. Love it. Okay. Um, she is. This is Diana Ross's kid. Oh, really? Um, Blackish. She's, she's on Blackish. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, but she is so funny, man, and she's so vibrant
3: and everything. Mm-hmm. So I think that would be uh, that would be a fun. Yeah, one. I like that. And she does. Yeah. And I had never before Blackish. I had never because she was on that show. Like it was like called girlfriends or something for a mm-hmm. long time, which is not really my wheelhouse. So I never watched it, but I always like she always like caught you like you caught your attention yeah like if it was just on or whatever you just saw her on a talk show or something there's just something about her that's very eye-catching and that blackish show man it's so that's funny. a good that's a that's a good show it is i almost picked Anthony when i saw you had picked her i almost just picked anthony anderson <laughs> <a> little- <laughs> yeah. i don't know about your police
1: work there lou yeah. <laughs> You want to do a couple of questions before we, we do sign it. off?
0: Question. Question. I got something to say. I want the truth.
1: I am listening. All right. Here's the first question. What is your favorite movie in which two twins are played by the same actor? Uh, this person's favorites would be Jeremy Irons or Jeremy's Iron. Yeah. And M. Butterfly. Good pick. And mm-hmm. Nicolas Cage in Adaptation, which well, is, is maybe the best It was
3: weird pick. he picked Jeremy Irons but didn't say Dead Ringers. Mm. I thought that was odd oh that he man. went down butterfly over <laughs> dead ring. both uh both Cronenberg films oh really yeah oh that's bizarre I thought that was interesting, interesting. I'm sorry am I supposed to go yeah go ahead um, so I picked a weird one <laughs> and partly why I did this is because this dude has played twins or at least like duplicates in five fucking movies mm. he has to have the record yeah. It's Jean Claude, motherfucking band. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He and, loves himself so much oh that he wants God. to duplicate himself. And I'm going with the original Double Impact. Double Impact. Yeah, man. Where uh, where he also a reteaming of him fighting Bolo Yun for, or Bolo Yen or oh, God damn it. I pissed from off. Bloodsport. A lot of, yeah, from Bloodsport. Yeah, from Bloodsport. Thank you. Um, So this is not a very good movie, <laughs> but <laughs> uh, this is very much like a 1990 mm-hmm. uh, middle budget uh, Hong Kong. I don't know. I mean, for those of you that are a little younger, um, karate could cure everything. Yeah, man. In mm-hmm. the in mm-hmm. the late '80s mm-hmm. and early '90s, like if and and like ninjas were just a thing like you would go in the video store and there would be ninjas so many ninjas yeah there were just ninjas ninjas there were ninjas (laughs) dressed up like they wouldn't even hide it that they were ninjas right
0: there there were so many that you would run into them anyway and it would just completely ruin the subterfuge but uh
3: (laughs) but no but but seriously van damme and uh and i recently just on the on the cinema blog if if anybody read that i recently did a thing on van damme and um and i'm not i I didn't pick it for that but he was just on my mind i guess because i'd been rewatching plus he's done it five times yeah and he's done it five times that's kind of where i went with this but um you know van damme's not a good actor i i I know he's not and but i i love the guy so much and i will watch anything he's in yeah Mm -hmm. and i have i've watched fucking everything he's in and i've saw most of it at the theater Mm -hmm. but yeah so i don't know that's my pick it's not i mean i know people are gonna think of it but i was just trying to go a little
1: it's a very good one. i was
3: trying to go out you know outside the box a little bit i haven't seen uh, that
0: movie in forever but i remember it so I, remember I watched it so many times trailer. when I, I was like
3: fourteen when it came out. I, watched I just it so remember many times. like uh, I
0: just remember the trailer double the, the guy, bandana, yeah,
3: double the Van It's <laughs> like
0: and uh, and there was and, like the guy like just to, like you you see the trailer. You see that there's two Van Dams, but they have to have that one guy go. There are two of them, <laughs> and we actually did a that, did an outtake with that trailer on one of our yeah. videos at one point because there's a guy who says there are two of them, and I put that double impact thing. <laughs> and and jean
3: Claude Van jo- Van Johnson, which is his show on Amazon right now, totally check that out. I almost that was almost gonna be my recommend, but I thought we had to do a movie. So, um, but uh, that's a that's another great uh, show. There's so many fucking TV shows. Mm-hmm. I don't know how anybody's gonna keep. Up with all this shit.
0: Yeah, um, I have one that you don't. You, I'm, I'm sorry, we we will be spoiling this movie, even though it's you know it's 11 years old and everything. But uh, Christian Bale in The Prestige. Oh,
3: what? Oh, nice it's one. I've, you, I've seen it. You don't know that they're <laughs> twins,
0: and he doesn't really play off of himself that much. Right. So it could be a cheat to say that. But no, he but does so play. Good. He does play twins in this, and. He plays it enough, like uh, especially with the scenes with Rebecca Hall, where she's like, you know, you know, nope, not today. Yeah. As far as him being in love with her and everything. Then yes, there's some there's some definitely difference differences in in the uh, performances and everything. It's a little bit of a cheat because we don't see him play those twins, but he does play twins. Yeah, yeah. And, and I no, I, I, love
3: I I love that about that movie though because that is such a logical because it's so that the one thing about that movie I always find interesting was that's such a logical answer to mm-hmm. what's going on. Yeah. Because you're wondering for most of the movie is he really is it really magic, mm-hmm. and then you find out now it's fucking not magic. Yeah, yeah. But at the same time, because of him doing that he makes uh hugh jackman so obsessed that hugh jackman gets involved with actual magic (laughs) right right so it kind of like it's i don't know i've always liked that like uh, yeah
0: it's the he they they, they leave all these like little trails of like things to 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 hang on to in the prestige because he's talking about the the commitment that some of these magicians have and everything you just never think it's him because because they're talking about him becoming a good magician you don't think he's actually like going through all this amazing commitment right now and everything and uh and uh even though his partner is made up and everything and you see him a couple of times you're like that's fucking christian bale what's going on it just didn't like for whatever reason when i watched that movie i've talked about this before i was like that's christian bale right yeah I didn't even think about it. Just but like. it's one.
3: It's, well, it's it's been a minute since I've seen it. But isn't there even a part like early on where Hugh Jackman's like so obsessed with the trick and he's trying to figure out what the fuck he's doing? Doesn't somebody say to Hugh Jackman like it's a double? Yeah, or, yeah, yeah, yeah. Michael Caine. And, does. It, and then Hugh Jackman's like, no. Yeah, Michael yeah, exactly. Michael Caine does. It's yeah. like it's,
0: it's a double. Yeah. It's all. It's, it's the like, only thing it can be is a double. <laughs> <Right>. you, know?
3: <laughs> you know, like you, you know, I'm the killer, right? right? <laughs> exactly. Uh, call back to pre-show. Yeah,
0: that's what's so funny is like in the movie they basically tell you it's a double, but it's like.
3: It's like it can't be. Well, that's what I've always like. uh, Spoiler for Scream. That's why I've always liked Scream. It's like, of course, it's Billy Loomis. I mean, it's like the whole time. I mean, that's the only person it could be. And you're, but at the time, because you're so, you're so thinking about older movies. there's no way it's Billy Loomis. Yeah, yeah, no fucking way. Exactly. It's It's too
0: obvious. (laughs)
2: Yeah.
0: Billy Loomis. Billy Loomis. What the
2: fuck? (laughs) Uh,
0: The other one that I mentioned, just in case. Now, this is also kind of a cheat because. In Multiplicity, Michael Keaton is not playing Twins. He's actually oh, yeah, playing yeah, yeah. four I different about that copies one. of himself. Yeah. But the performance across the, all of those different Michael Keatons is so great. Yeah, yeah. And I would be remiss not to. You talk guys made nice. me
3: rewatch that movie. I had I had not seen that movie since the theater, and I had no idea people liked that movie. And then, like, I think it was mainly you and Jeremy one night on Twitter started going into multiplicity chat. Oh yeah, man. I'm like, <laughs> Are they talking about multiplicity like that? Fucking Michael Keaton movie from '96. She that touched that my. Pizza.
0: She touched my peppy. Steve. I rewatched <laughs> it. It was uh, it was kind
3: of, it was pretty good. Yeah, it's yeah. Great. It's not.
0: It's uh, yeah. It's not a great movie, but a great premise. And and it, and Michael Keaton is so fun. You know, yeah, that, yeah.
3: Uh, I, I, one thing about 2017 or the last couple years that I've been really happy about is that Michael Keaton is fucking back. Yeah, guy did not know I missed that dude. Mm-hmm. He's he's awesome. Oh my god, he's so good. Might be the best Marvel villain ever. Although I know I you guys so. don't agree with me, but uh, are no, you I do agree? So. With me? Oh, okay, okay, cool. Um, he's the
1: most fleshed out. Yeah, uh, I'm gonna go with Army Hammer in The Social Network. Yeah. Great pick. Uh, because I actually just found this out recently. I don't know how I missed this. But it's not Army Hammer's body on on his double. Mm-hmm. It's some other dude that's like oh, right that's around amazing. his. This, this is, and they s- stitched his face on there digitally. This is something. <laughs> yeah, let, let's make sure we digitally. By yeah. the way, this is <laughs> this is a
0: technique that they have been doing recently with all the young versions of of characters when right. they when they young them down, especially in Star Wars, where they do Carrie Fisher. It's an actress that they then put digital you know mask over yeah. basically and then that becomes the original actress quote unquote right. uh so they're doing this all and they did that with johnny depp and pirates of caribbean mm-hmm. uh so yeah they're doing this now and uh yeah it's kind of a, uh, it's kind of frightening. Although social network, but it's not Social network in social is
3: so network. fucking
1: seamless. Yeah. Well, and,
3: and I gotta be honest. Like the first time I watched that, like I didn't know much about the character he was playing because I didn't know much about the actual story, and I didn't know who Army Hammer was, and I honestly just assumed they were twins. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. Uh, I think. I mean. I think. I think my wife told me like before the movie was over that she's like oh this is you know he's doing a really good job playing twins like she knew but I actually just thought they were twins.
1: There was one point I think uh, where the guys the other guy's performance was going to be used and I think at some point Fincher was like no we'll just use his his body but we're going to put an Army Hammer on that would
0: there. be weird though I yeah. mean the, the, he is playing twins right. so I guess. I guess it's possible they got somebody who looks like Army Hammer, but the whatever.
1: Winklevoss twins are literally identical. Yeah, yeah. So I weird. mean, yeah. So I, well, I. yeah, that's
0: true. I don't know why you would. Yeah, I don't know why you would have somebody who doesn't, not identical.
1: Or yeah, whatever. Yeah. And
3: that's a good. That's a but good. to go watch awesome. that movie. Such a great movie. God, it's yeah. Such a great movie. Yeah. All yeah. right, that's so good.
1: Let's do one more. I love this because there's there's so many good examples of this. Uh, happy new years to you thank you you too Uh, my question for a future episode is what are some of your favorite underrated unbroken shots in movies Mm. Uh, this person's would be the first boxing match in Creed really interesting yeah that
3: was a great pick I I like that pick a lot and uh, Creed is one of those movies that I really liked it the first time I watched it I think I love it now Mm -hmm. that movie really 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 good it gets better and better I've watched it three or four times now yeah mm-hmm. and that's a great scene mm-hmm. um you know the first thing that always there's two that always pop in my head but he did say underrated but the two that always pop in my head are rope of course Alfred Hitchcock, yeah. and uh which is like i think it's a series of which like is 10 about minute shots. five unbroken yeah. shots yeah and then um the opening scene in snake eyes brian de palma's snake eyes yeah. which is it's so weird that that's such a popular thing because that movie is not popular mm-hmm. and rightfully so the movie's not very good yeah But that opening scene where Nicolas Cage is like going through the arena, getting, getting, Mm -hmm. meeting all the people, and you like get introduced to all these people, you know, get all your characters or whatever. But those aren't really underrated. So I just thought I'd throw those out there. But my, my pick, um, I was thinking about this a lot today. My pick is going to be Panic Room. Uh, Oh, oh. yeah. Panic Room, first up, speaking of Fincher, uh, Panic Room, I personally think it's, it's obviously not the best Fincher movie, but I still think it's a great movie. I think, I think, I think it doesn't get enough praise. Um, I think it's a very, very well-made uh, thriller. Mm-hmm. Um, it's so well-crafted, and he has this shot early on where, um, a lot of people I know, I because I was reading about it earlier, a lot of people have actually said that it was it kind of turned them off because they thought it was kind of a pretentious shot. But he does this shot where he uh, he goes through the townhouse, he goes through Jodie Foster and Kristen Stewart who plays her daughter he goes through their townhouse and it like it does all these things where it like loops through like uh, rafters and then it like goes through a keyhole yeah and it it does all these like different things but what it does but what's great about it is it gives you the layout Mm -hmm. of the townhouse and so before the home invasion happens you know this structure like Mm -hmm. in and out and then what's great if you pay attention and i mean i'm not saying to like go waste a bunch of hours of your life trying to figure this out. But I don't believe the movie cheats after that. Mm -hmm. Um, And which I think uh, has a lot to do with venture as a craftsman. Mm I think that's very important to him. And so that shot's always kind of stuck with me because I thought that was a really interesting way. It's very Hitchcock Mm -hmm. speaking of rope. Yeah. Um, And this movie, like if Hitchcock was in 2002 was directing movies, like this could totally be something he would do. Mm -hmm. I like that movie a lot. I think, but for some reason I just, I think it's the one, I think even, like, Alien 3 gets talked about more. And Alien 3 is much worse than Panic Room. Yeah. Alien 3 is bad.
1: Yeah, it's bad.
0: I don't know what it is about Panic Room, but, like... Jared Leto. Well, (laughs) yeah, that's part of it. Um, It's weird. I I, I feel like I've liked Jared Leto a couple of times (laughs) in movies, but most of the time he puts me off. I don't know what it is. Uh, But uh, uh, Panic Room is one of those movies that I think I liked it, but I just... It, it just it was disappointing compared to all think, the other Finchers that had come I think we out. We saw it
3: together. and I think that's I'm pretty, pretty sure, much yeah. what you told me. Yeah, yeah,
0: and uh, and so I had seen. You know, you know, Seven was great. The game was great. Yeah, Fight Club was great. And then this co- comes out, and I'm like, eh,
2: it's well,
0: a so, little, and little and more that's, traditional. See, that's the thing.
3: If you take Fincher's movies, like I don't know how many he's directed, maybe nine. 10 it's somewhere let's under. say he's done that so maybe this is like like i would put this above benjamin button yeah I, I would definitely put it above alien 3 but i mean i would put it above benjamin button uh i don't know so so maybe it's like seven or eight but that's just how great of a fucking mm-hmm, filmmaker mm-hmm. picture yeah. is and
0: then i think it came on recently i saw i got caught it right at yeah. the part where they're trying to smoke them out and everything And I was like, oh, yeah, this is pretty good. But like, yeah, so many other parts of that movie. I'm like, I don't know. I need to watch it from the start, I, I mean,
3: and it's it's not, it, it's 100% just a craft thing because mm-hmm. it's not saying anything new. Right. I mean, it, it, and I think that's probably what kind of threw people off because you had stuff like Fight Club in the game and stuff like that that were kind of like doing different things. Mm-hmm. Whereas this was more just like, why did Fincher even make this? Like anybody could have made this. But I don't know that they could have because I think Fincher shoots it in a way that makes it interesting. I think his visual eye in this is what makes this movie work. Yeah, yeah. Um, I think if just like John Badham. had had directed it it would have just been it would have been flight plan
0: yeah mm-hmm. um i have a couple the the uh when this question was asked it was asked on facebook um i uh i, I told the person to say hey you need to go see the player yes you need to watch the, <laughs> the, first off the <laughs> yes. watch the watch the movie the whole movie is amazing uh but the opening of the player is a unbroken shot going around hollywood and going into all these different little you know areas uh, you have a tour going. Jeremy Piven, very briefly in the movie, he's giving a tour of Hollywood. Mm-hmm. You have you have the guy, the original writer, the graduate pitching Graduate Part Two. Yeah. Uh, you have yeah. like uh, you have all these things. You have Fred Ward at the beginning on yeah. all these movies these days. It's cut, 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 cut. That beginning <laughs> shot of Touch of Evil. It's like one unbroken shot the whole time yeah. in Touch of Evil. Obviously, another great right. opening unbroken uh, shot. Uh but but Fred Ward basically in the middle of an unbroken shot. It's like all oh, this cut, 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 <laughs> cut. Exactly. Cut. You know, it's like and then the guy I can't remember what was. what's funny is this guy brings up a movie that very few people ever bring up which probably has an underrated unbroken shot which I've never seen I still haven't seen probably need to see it right after I talk about <laughs> this like he, he's like have you ever seen this movie and it's like some other great you know apparently great unbroken shot and he's like no I've never seen that but touch of evil because that's the one everybody <laughs> goes to you know and everything <laughs> and, and, and uh but watch the player the player's great the that,
1: funny thing about that shot by the way is the touch of evil shot is like Five minutes or something like that it may be mm. even longer mm. and the player's unbroken shot is like a minute longer yeah 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 <laughs> and they kept doing and that and apparently all it was d- trying to do De Palma
3: did this too because like um, another really good underrated shot a terrible movie but the opening of Bonfire of the Vanities has, oh yeah has the shot of Bruce Willis because, um, you know, it's in the present and Bruce and we go back to the past because Bruce Willis has written this book and he's being celebrated at this banquet. So it goes through like there's this unbroken shot. I think it's like six or seven minutes. Hmm. And then Snake Eyes, though, like, you know, six years later or whatever, it's 12 minutes. Yeah. Yeah. And I think at the time that was the longest. Yes. Without a cut.
0: And I, I think so. Cause, uh, cause even for the modern modern film class, Hitchcock had to stop it after every ten minutes. Yeah, or it was
3: because it was, that was a real film. It was something about the real yeah, film. Yeah, Go past that. Mm-hmm. So he put. But that's really interesting. If anybody's seen Rope, because Rope, I mean Rope, I think is known. But it's not the most popular Hitchcock film, and it's not the best, mm-hmm. but it's it's a good movie, and, and it's really entertaining. But I love how he does stuff like they'll open up a case or something, yeah, yeah, and that'll yeah. block the screen, and then they'll shut it in the next one, mm-hmm. or they'll open a book, or something. They'll you know. go up
0: onto some guy's black
3: yeah. jacket and yeah,
0: whatever. Oh, it's um, so good. The other one that I thought of on this was and this one may not be underrated as a as an unbroken shot but i don't think people bring it up very much but there's one in atonement that is amazing that's a great
3: shot yeah, yeah
0: uh and it's actually on the it's on dunkirk beach where yeah. this happens hmm. um james mcavoy is walking around on dunkirk beach and there's like all this shit just going down on it and it's an unbroken. it's five and a half minutes hmm. uh and i remember like atonement like the the movie, I believe. Like I think, the main plot is essentially uh, Saoirse Ronan sees Keira Knightley and James McAvoy together, and they shouldn't be. And like that's why he ends up going to war and all that. It's really known as the Keira Knightley green dress movie, basically. Right. <laughs> yeah. It's really known as that, whatever. But there's a scene where he goes off to war, and it's like this. There's this part where like all this shit is just going down, and it's a five and a half minute unbroken shot. I, it's a fucking miracle. Like I don't know how in the world this. Well, and what's oh.
3: and I read about this one. Um, it was a budgetary constraint too because they couldn't get a bunch of extras. Oh really? So they had to come up with something else. So that's it's really cool when you hear about these stories where you know like or like Jaws, like they couldn't get the shark to work. So that's why you don't see the shark, and that's why the movie's scarier. Yeah. You know, it's kind of one of those things where they had to sit down and they actually had to come up with something, and then they end up coming up with this, which was which is so much better than if they just had a thousand people out there. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Or what? Yeah. <laughs> How many people?
0: Right. So so was it? So was it? They had to keep on like moving people. Yeah. Around? Like yeah. yeah. I, I guess
3: that's what it was, and it, which makes it even more impressive that they were able to do it. But I mean, there's no. They had to like, make it look like there was more going on than there actually was because right. they couldn't afford it
0: because it's not it's not just that it's go following them around on the beach yeah. and whatever there's like war stuff going on at mm. the same time like i believe there's like explosions yeah, there's a lot going on and all sorts of stuff Or they going... make you think there is yeah 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 but uh yeah that's one that i don't think gets brought up atonement is not one of those movies that i think has like i don't know it's been one of those that you Oh wow,
3: it's so You know, if I hadn't I watched it after it got nominated for fucking everything. And I think if I had seen it before, I probably would have liked it more. Mm-hmm. But I think after it got nominated, I was just kinda of like, oh man, that's fine. Because yeah. it just it just wasn't that, you know, it was it was good. Mm-hmm. But mm. but that's a great shot. Right.
1: We've talked a lot about the uh, children of men uh unbroken shots. Oh yeah. And uh I want to mention it again because it's so fucking impressive that uh, Chris was watching it not too long ago and I came in to to do something and and we both just kind of stared mm-hmm. at it for the duration, oh, yeah. especially this was the last uh, the last one in the the bombed out yeah, war zone man. and everything going down. And we literally, I don't know how long it is, but it seemed like forever, and we were just transfixed. And then all of a sudden, it did cut, and we are like, huh. Yeah, <laughs> Even yeah. Even though the tension is still there, it was just like, well, god damn, isn't that's isn't the first there, time. There's a few shots in that movie. There's three, okay. yeah
0: yeah that that shot starts with them trying to sneak into this place because there's it's all this you know it could get bombed out anytime mm-hmm. and get shot at any point so they have to sneak into this thing and then they have to go upstairs and then they go they finally find this one dude they've been looking for and like the camera comes out and there's like a tank that shoots yeah you know, it's like there's like and, and like it's just like a just a whole bunch of stuff that I cannot believe they timed oh that. How God. many times did they have to do this? It's how many so times had to rehearse perfect. this? You yeah. know,
1: yeah. And one that I want to mention because I can't go to an entire podcast without mentioning uh, Stanley Kubrick is the close-up of Tom Cruise when Nicole Kidman is talking to him, telling him about the story in mm-hmm. Eyes Wide Shut. I've it's it's amazing how still he is, and he's they did this shot hundreds of times by the way they did the scene hundreds of times Mm -hmm. and it's to hear Cruz talk about it he's like Stanley just said like yeah all right that's okay but let's try to get to the emotion and they apparently got to this place where he could literally you can see everything dawning on his face Mm -hmm. it's just yeah closing yeah. in closing in closing in
0: and that's awesome. by the way i'm glad you brought this up because it's there there are unbroken shots where there isn't a lot of movement or no movement it's just a still mm-hmm. unbroken shot and when they they don't get as much play because there's not as much you know going on they're not as impressive but to, still there's a lot of things that have to go right even in a shot like that
3: yeah to
0: to you know to go ahead and print it. <laughs> one,
3: of the, one of the things I actually thought of because it does say unbroken. It doesn't say like unbroken tracking or whatever. So I was thinking like just where you're standing in place. And one thing that popped in my head was walk hard. Oh yeah. Where the penis <laughs> yeah, 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 is yeah, just yeah. like right there by his head or whatever. <laughs> and I mean it's long. Yeah, like I yeah. mean well, it seems longer than it probably is, but I mean it's it's a minute or like it's right. a bit yeah. He's talking you to know. his wife. Yeah. yeah. Hey, <laughs> I I'm just on the road. I'll be home. <laughs> <laughs> and there's just like there's just a penis like right there yeah. hey man, <laughs> yeah. do you want to get any coffee
0: right <laughs> yeah <laughs> all right um, that'll do it for this week uh keep going to uh Sincast, presented by cinema sense facebook page go to soundcloud go to reddit go to uh our email, go to our Twitter. we got a million things. We've got a million places to go and uh, you can talk. find us. That's right. And uh, tell us how we did in this episode. We obviously had a lot of like, you know, Jonathan subbing in for Jeremy today and we really appreciate that. Yay! Hey, no problem. Anytime, man. But,
3: uh, you know,
0: I yeah. think that went well. Yeah, totally. I think that man. went really well. But uh, anyway, that'll do it for this week. It's Chris Atkins and Barrett Shearer, and Jonathan Watkins. We'll see you next time.
1: Thanks for listening. Comment on our episodes on our SoundCloud page. Check us out on YouTube Twitter, Facebook, and Reddit. And be sure to visit CinemaSins.com Like, all these comedies have to have the wacky best friend Mm -hmm. that says inappropriate shit, because it's it's Melissa McCarthy, and then it's um, uh Katherine Hahn
3: yeah. in Bad Moms. And it's uh whatever the chick is. Who's the chick from 22 Jump Street? She's the one in Rough Night. Oh yeah, it's fucking uh I can I like her, but I
1: can't And cuz there's that
3: scene in the the Red Band trailer where she's like you're we're going to get so much dick and then she's like, "Oh hi, Greg."
1: Yeah. <laughs> who is that who's that what? from 22 jump street uh that's in rough she's night? also in goosebumps because i that
3: goosebumps was on last night so that's how i know you, that
0: you talking about the chick that's in workaholics and liking a ton of stuff yeah, yeah. um
3: may or may not be british
0: she's got a um <laughs> she's got like a real i want her to be british she's got like a real straight up average girl's name i think like, yeah
3: yeah i got a. that's actually one of my favorite parts in 22 jump street though where uh she's are we gonna kiss Oh, at when, the end, yeah, yeah. <laughs> when she's fighting Jonah Hill,
0: Jillian Bell, Jillian, Jillian Bell, Bell. There you yeah. go, yeah. Um, Although I don't think it then goes into where like everybody feels but, like they have to kill each other and all that.
3: It's like Jeremy that. Piven, though, right? That kills the stripper. Mm-hmm. I mean, accidentally like, puts her up on the hook or whatever. Yeah, because he's like <laughs> fu- he's like <laughs> fucking her in the bathroom, and yeah.
0: there's like a hook on the bathroom that, like he's he's like he's like nailing her up against the wall, and there's a hook there
3: but i think in rough night it's that it's like a jillian bell jumps on him i think that's Something what like kills that, him so yeah. it's gonna be like death from a fat woman that's awesome. <laughs> <laughs> mm-hmm. it's
2: she's, a great she's not
3: fat no she's not fat. but i'm saying that's what the movie makes it seem like she's like wait no it's my turn and then like they do like the slow-mo like oh you know <sighs> I fucking hate the
1: i'm gonna talk about b-movie b-movie's got a fucking
3: every animated did that uh, release today i hadn't yeah, been on youtube imagine. today
1: um every kids movie has that emoji movie had it too where it's like this supposedly hilarious situation where like it slows down and there's some disaster going on he's like no yeah. you're
3: right that is in everything it's in ferdinand too it's when he's oh uh, yeah about that's about in to the jump on the rabbit yeah yeah oh, fuck that
1: what is the best animated film oh um, coco i mean i haven't I seen that yet
3: for me yeah coco i don't even think it's close I haven't seen Your Name. That's the one I haven't seen. Isn't that the oh, yeah, anime yeah. that yeah. I've heard's really good? Mm-hmm. I haven't seen that. But well, I can't even think of anything other than Coco and Ferdinand. I'm trying to think of one I even remotely liked because I didn't like Boss Baby. I didn't like Smurfs. I didn't like emoji i didn't like
0: did you see despicable me 3 i hated that was
3: very (laughs) bad so bad (laughs) that was offensively bad Meredith went and saw that with us and um i turned to her like 20 minutes in because usually she's a pretty good barometer and stuff like this i was like this is bad right she's like oh yeah it's (laughs) it's
1: terrible (laughs) yeah i fell the fuck asleep in that movie Mm -hmm. it was it was like up late the night before and i was just like the only other time i did was Lara croft tomb raider
0: ah I've fallen asleep in many movies. I'm sure you have. Mainly, mainly, I never have. Mainly uh, when I was working at the movie theater, and it was like a long day.
1: Yeah, whenever. hell yeah. Um,
0: like When I first started working at Hollywood 27, I was used to really long nights, and then I went away from Hollywood 27 for a while, didn't see movies like super late in the, the wee hours of the morning for a long time, and then when I came back... I remember one of the first movies I watched when I came back to Hollywood 27 was Gangs of New York.
1: Oh, yeah. And That's a was, long fucking It was movie. like
0: midnight, 1 o'clock, somewhere yeah. around there. We started that thing, and I uh, was with a – a co-worker and there was a point like it was like halfway through the movie he turned to me to say like s- something was cool or whatever and i was like <laughs> 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 and i was just tired man <laughs> that
3: makes me think i found this old 80s slasher on youtube that uh, some people had recommended on a podcast and it sounded kind of interesting i think i watched it in october i think i think one of the titles is a dorm that drip blood i think it's also called like pranks mm-hmm. it wasn't very good but what was so funny is the killer literally goes up to the it's like the final girl towards the end. And they haven't actually revealed it yet, but he just kind of looks at her. He's like, You realize I'm the killer, right? <laughs> <laughs> like, that's how they revealed the killer. <laughs> that's badass. And I was like, This movie's pretty boring, but that's awesome. Oh, yeah. <laughs> like, I will never, ever forget that. Like,. <laughs>